episode of Movies on the Rocks. It is us, the Moody Boys. Moody, 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 Moody. No, no. <laughs> I'm so I'm never gonna do it. I don't care. I'll do it every time. It is me. I will, oh, yeah. three. I will, I will do it every time. And as, as always, it is us, the the thrilling threesome known as the, the Motor Boys. And um, it is I, Tomas, as well with Eric. Hi. And of course, as always, bringing up the rear is a strong Derek. I'm I'm strong in the rear. Yes. 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 As always. <laughs> as always. And uh, and uh, we, as always, we're the Motor Boys. We are Movies on the Rocks. We uh, watch movies and we talk about it while we're drinking. Uh, last season, uh, just to recap, last season we did it alphabetically. This year, this this season, we're going to do it in a genre type capacity. We change genres every three episodes uh, chosen by one of us. And, uh, and then each of us watches a movie and chooses a movie based on that person's genre. Um, so... Uh, Today's episode. Super confusing concept, honestly. Yes, super confusing. Uh, today's episode <laughs> that we're going to be talking about is the movie I chose, which which was The Power of One. But before we get into that, we still got a few things we got to take care of. Um, so uh, before we get into uh, the uh, the drinks, let's go ahead and have a disclaimer. Please, Derek, take it away. Sure. So uh, it's in the name. We're, we're going to be drinking uh, some form of libations. And uh, if it's legal where you are, please join us. Feel free, uh, assuming you're not driving or doing something else with heavy machinery. Um, beyond that, uh, we tend to get a little bit saucy with the language. I like that term. I tend to use it every week. So I'm just going to stick with that. Um, we apologize if we're offensive. We don't mean that. I am all for getting enlightened to some term or something that I didn't know was offensive or maybe something I said off the cuff. So please... If we say anything offensive, understand it's not our intention. We apologize in advance, but you got to let us know. Send school us a message. Us. Hit us up us. on Instagram. Uh, that's probably the easiest place to get in touch with us. We've got an Instagram. At, what is it, Tomas? It is at uh, Movies on the Rocks 2020. This guy doesn't even go. know what the, the, the Instagram name is. Uh, I mean, it's been, dude, hey, I'm it's not been in so charge of social media media informations here. I'm not, I'm not the marketing guy. Yes, yes, I was right. Woo! Hey, check it out. All right, cool. 2020. <laughs> so the point is, if we say something offensive, please let us know. I am all for being educated here. Um, so, yeah, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what we did that was dumb. And beyond that, uh, if it's legal and you're doing something that uh, requires a little bit of leisure... Have a drink with us. Enjoy it. And uh, on to the beverages. Nice. All right. So uh, I'll go ahead and start with today. Um, today's not going to be uh, – today's a little different. I uh, took a page out of uh, my brother and uh, Eric's book, and I'm drinking straight screwball, screwball. Ooh, you're going to be Peanut butter whiskey slammed, on the rocks. You and are I'm going so to excited be... right now. Hammered, dude. Oh man! Because last week it's a rough time. <laughs> I did that screwball on the last episode, and I have not been that drunk in a long time. <laughs> so we'll we see. Had a great time together, dude. Yeah, it was. It was fun. <laughs> I, I re-listened to that episode, and I was like, "Wow, Eric was in rare form, baby." I was see, hammered. Now, so it was a good time. I want to save the first sip for the show. So just to give you an idea, let me just swirl it. Have about. you ever had it before? Is this your no, first? No, I have time? not. It's oh, yeah, this is so, a big deal. So dude. It's, it's, I'm a screwball virgin. I don't know. Hold on. Does he say that? Has Ooh. he ever He's said, never that, said, said that once? No. I don't think he said that in his life. Fuck Thoughts? me, bro. It's great, right? Dude. Tastes like PB, doesn't it? Fuck no. In you know the best it, way. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what it. 
Wouldn't it taste like? Tastes like butter? a fucking peanut butter milkshake, dude. Oh, good call. Yeah, good call. That's what it tastes like, dude. It's creamy. Holy See, that's the thing. Fuck. Like peanut butter is a great flavor, but if you think about just eating peanut butter out of a jar with a spoon, like, it's really not that I enjoyable. Fuck this up. It's so I thick. would do that. I would I want, do that. I want I to soak for so long, dude. You can only go so far. I re- Have you ever had oh. Peter Pan's honey roasted peanut butter? No. Okay. The fact that you didn't say crunchy makes me concerned. Okay. Dude, no, no. There's a listen, problem here. Listen, I understand your concern. Do me a favor, Derek. I'm asking wow. you. This is from my heart. <laughs> I'm adding things to the grocery. Next right time now. you go to the store, <laughs> both of you, you two, Tomas, who's literally having like a mind gasm right now. I wish you guys could see <laughs> I, his face. I, I, I literally like, want to fuck my cup right now. Yeah, like he is <laughs> in another world, but like. Uh, go buy go buy Peter Pan honey roasted peanut butter. You can eat that shit with a spoon and keep going, dude. dude. It's the best peanut butter ever. Honey roasted peanut butter, it's the best peanut butter I've ever had. I I have nothing to say right now about this cup. It's it is. You know what's really bad about this is, is that, that you're gonna, keep, you're gonna get hammered. Down that smooth. Yeah, dude, it, you're it gonna it get goes hammered. down that yeah. smooth, bro. That I could keep drinking this and not worry a fucking thing. Yeah, you're gonna you're that's gonna get problem. you're gonna get slammed. Dude. That's like that's like hunch punch. You guys ever had hunch punch? Uh-uh. Yeah, where you literally I've never had oh, so hunch punch. If if this maybe it always loses translation. I've always heard it called the Rock in Miami. It was called the Rock or hunch punch. Basically, it's like you fill a cooler with fruit, Kool Aid, and like one fifty one and Goldschlager and all these fucking drinks. Mm-hmm. And you and it says Kool Aid is a it's like one of those. I guess it's a natural like alcohol flavor reducer. <laughs> oh, I like, thought you were going to say aphrodisiac. Okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what kind of parties are we talking about here? No, no, no. It's very hedonistic. I only go to all about these parties, man. I only go to key parties. I only go to key parties. But yeah, so Hunch Punch is basically you just fill the cooler up. It's so, it's such a college drink. But basically everybody drinks from that, like a communal uh-huh. kind of thing, a punch bowl. Yeah. And it's just all, and you don't know what you're drinking this and is this is the exact does, same it thing. It tastes like Kool Aid, bro. It's all it tastes. It is, wow, it's the this worst. This is the same thing. Everybody in like, I feel like when I grew up in Houston College, it was like, this is the trash can punch. It's yeah. it's it's Kool Aid flavoring with any alcohol you can get a hold of, and Kool-Aid, any kind of liquor, and Kool Aid masks it all, dude. Yeah, but yeah. but you're drinking peanut butter. You're beating. You're drinking a peanut <sighs> butter milkshake right bro, now, and have... it's delicious. It's oh so good that it's dangerous. I'm and literally you about to be have an orgasm, bro. Yeah, you're gonna keep drinking. So it. You're good. gonna fill it up, and you're gonna you're gonna fill it Fuck up again, me. and you're gonna be hammered. It happened to me last time. I All was right, well, gone. Let's go ahead and move on because I could talk about this drink for the rest of the night if I had to. <laughs> uh, Derek, what are you drinking, brother? Man, uh, I first have to point out how, and maybe it's just me, but when we're talking about liquor, I feel like the best form of liquor is when it is so cold that it's almost freezing like solidified that it's down to like a syrupy yeah, kind of yeah. viscosity. Am I, am I alone? I think that's no, the best, I'm with right? you. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, screwball in a whole glass. Oh, and wow. It was one of those situations where, you know, you pour it as much as you wanted and you're like, well, there's not that much left in the bottle. I have to finish it off. That is a big glass, bro. This is a big glass. That's dude. bigger than mine, dude. I wish you guys, this is a, he's <laughs> drinking a pint out there in the podcast world. He's drinking a pint, and it is three fourths of the way full Oof, of just yeah. straight whiskey. Oof. And I'm yeah. and I'm wondering if Eric right now is like feeling, man, I feel so short. I might be, I might have to, he might have I to like step out for like a minute. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. redo his drink, dude. I might have. We'll to wait go for you. We wait for you. Ball. you like you I might have to get it, dude. I mean, come on. 
I'm wow. think I, I listen after the at the refill. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna fill this up with screwball. You sons of bitches. Did you buy some? Did you finally have, get yeah, some? Yeah, I got. Yeah, nice. yeah I have it. So I, I this is the last of my bottle. I gotta get more. <laughs> but wait, right now, what I'm drinking though is I'm drinking not not nearly as cold as what you guys are drinking, unfortunately. <laughs> But I decided not to go with Screwball because I didn't want to get hammered again. Absolutely, <laughs> yourself. It's okay. Bring it out. Bring a full glass. But for the episode <laughs> about the movie part, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also, FYI, and you, you, uh, yeah. You his is it. also no, no. This is all water. Cut. This is water. Oh, that's water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Idea. I'm being smart. I'm trying okay. to hydrate. That's also yeah, yeah boy. Um, I am drinking right with uh, just some vodka and A and W zero. That's what I'm drinking today. I'm oh, on that keto. Man. That's also why I probably can't drink the screwball. I'm on that keto. So you're gonna drink it in the refill, bro. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Once a week, man. Come on. If it's, it's under 100 calories, it doesn't break your fast. Hell man. yeah, dude. <laughs> it breaks the keto, man. A keto is not forgiving. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know what right. the carbs are in there, so I have keto, to look it up. Keto. What is it? It depends on the person. Some people are real loose, and they'll do like. 50 grams of carbs but i was like in the 25 range when yeah I and that's that's where i am i keep it like under 30 man so uh, anyway so we're not here to talk all right so here. fyi yeah, fyi just looked up the uh the calorie intake on a i need carbs more than calories on one carbs. ounce serve one ounce serving of 62 carbs <laughs> no on a one ounce serving of uh screwball whiskey seven grams of carbs, that's too many. That's <laughs> too many. That's like two shots and you're so, done. So, yeah. So, yeah. so Derek is literally having about 40 carbs right now. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to join you guys. But, don't you even know. blame me, man. No, yeah. I don't. No, I don't. I'm sad that you can't enjoy something as I will next, as this. Next time, I will. If you guys, next time you do a screwball night, let me know. I'll probably will, be doing it I'm next gonna time. I'm going to plan it. My, <laughs> my birth, all the rest yeah, of the carbs yeah. like two days before. <laughs> no, well, my birthday. I'm actually done with keto on my birthday, which is Friday. I'm going to put it away for months. Hey. Hey. Well, you know, so I will be okay. To so you're trying to get the girlish figure back, and then I'm going to destroy Cancun it. so yeah. that you can have your birthday. Yes, I'm there with you. Do it, man. You do you. You do you, Papa. You do you. All right. So now that we've had the drinks, um, and uh, we've we've all made a, a, a disappointment out of Eric, uh, we're gonna <laughs> go ahead and take it to the news desk. <laughs> News of the day. News of the day. On today, the year of our Lord. Oh, God. June the 23rd of 2021. That's not even today's date. June 23rd. I thought I I would catch you and mess you up. You you knew that you were right. Uh, Yeah, I made sure. I looked at my watch beforehand. All right. That book gets released in like three weeks, (laughs) and we're going to be like, it's the 23rd. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It comes out in like July 26th. Exactly. Exactly. I already finished the other one from last one, so it's all good. Anyways, um, so today uh, on the news, we're going to do a little different. We're going to cut down the news a little bit. Um, I think we kind of need based to. Based on feedback. Based people on told feedback. Us stuff. Exactly. People told us. And, 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 I, and I appreciate the feedback. I can take we listen. criticism. We, we listen. listen. We listen to the people. Unless you don't like screwball. We'll, we'll we probably ignore you. Then. We don't listen to that. No, that we don't listen to. That we listen to at all. So um, go ahead, Derek. I, I know you have a story for us. Why don't you go ahead and take us away, baby? Yeah, so uh, I, I, this article came up from Deadline, and the, the, the headline is, Hell Freeze is over? 
<laughs> Steven Spielberg Amblin Partners in a deal to make movies for Netflix. So um, everyone knows Steven Spielberg, right? One of the most influential directors of probably the last 50 years, 30 years, something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. of our generation. Of our generation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Well, um, if you don't remember, it wasn't that all that long ago. Uh, maybe, I don't know, five, six years ago, maybe it feels oh, like. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Spielberg said that uh, yep. movies made for streaming services didn't really count as movies and, mm-hmm. and shouldn't be considered for awards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was referring to the Oscars. I don't remember exactly. I could Probably the Oscars. Because um, it probably was when the Roma was getting big and was about to be about to win. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, all I think about that was that like movie. three or four years ago. So yeah, yeah probably yeah. around then. So um, yeah, and now uh, Spielberg and Amblin, his production studio, I guess that's, you call that's it? his, that's his production right? company. His production company. So uh, Spielberg and Amblin have signed on with Netflix to produce uh, at least one or two movies, it looks like, and a handful of other things here. They're partnering on a couple different projects. It appears to be uh, at least one or two TV shows and one or two movies. Fucker, how's that crow taste? (laughs) Look, look. I'm going to call this. I'm going to try and be very forgiving. What I call that, bro? You know what they call that in the hood? They call it a crab wop. Go, baby. Go, baby. (laughs) Here's the thing, uh, Spielberg himself, when he got into the industry, he shook things up a lot, him and his whole crew, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they did. And he very much so uh, changed the, I don't know what you would call it, just the overall industry, both how things were done and how people approached projects and what ideas were advantageous enough to consider. Um and it wasn't just him. It was there was a lot of other directors that I don't know their names, and I'm sure Eric will correct me. But there, there was well, I mean, Scorsese and Spielberg. Well, and, yeah, most know, of them are people his, that you like. Do you know, you, his, know? you know who his, yeah. you know who his crew was? Yeah, okay. Scorsese, Zemeckis, uh, um, Coppola, Coppola. Uh, which is funny because they're so different. These the guys, Zemeckis. The Zemeckis, De Palma. Yeah, that was their, uh, that was the crew. He was, dude, that, was that crew. That was, that was Spielberg's was crew. Was so diverse in yeah. their films too, which is interesting. Did, did and you ever all watch, of them huge impacts on the industry. Did you yeah. ever watch the Spielberg documentary on HBO? Yeah, it's great. That shit was yeah. amazing. Ooh, you ever no. seen that, dude? No. Oh, dude, you need to watch it. It is. I don't so know good. enough about a lot of directors. Dude, like watch I, that one. It's like three hours long, and it's worth every minute of it, dude. Yeah. Is it's it better weird. than Crystal Skull? Yes. Dude. Okay. Doesn't take much. Dude, yes. the only thing worse than Crystal Soul Skull is in the army now. Hi-yo! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. So, you no, just no. wait for my pick. It's coming, okay? <laughs> no, so so like the, there was one thing that was really cool that stood out on that episode, on that documentary, was how uh, they talked about how George Lucas mm-hmm. uh, did the, 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 the title crawl in the beginning of Star Wars. That was Brian De Palma's idea. Yeah. When they got out of the movie, De Palma was like, that was shit. I don't know anything yeah. that's going on. I have they no all idea. Talked, yeah, they yeah. all talk trash about Star Wars. Yeah, they like on the ride too. home. And the bottom was like, you know what you should do? You should just put a little story in the beginning of the movie and just have it run up and everybody <laughs> yeah. sees it. If you're trying to make this thing look like those old 40s fucking serials, do yeah. that. They did that. <laughs> and so he did it. And yeah. that was him. That was that was De Palma. Yeah. De Palma changed I mean, the And look, look, that's one of the most iconic entries to any movie in the last... I mean, I have to say 50 years because that's about when that movie came out. That's why De Palma's a badass, bro. 50 years ago? De Palma's a badass. 
So he's eating, he's eating a little bit of crow. And uh, I just want to point out that maybe he was a little behind on the curve. Yeah. Maybe I, he's catching up to the times, right? Industry's changed again think, without him. I think he also wants the money, dude. I think he also wants money. Everyone's got a price. Yeah. Okay, and Netflix, sure. and Netflix is going to sh- pay that price. I'm sure the money's well, but yeah. like Steven Spielberg don't need no money. I'm just throwing that out there. It's not no. like he's struggling. But um, what I Another think ultimate- what did you say? <laughs> Another, Another yacht? Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what what I think it is is he is adapting. Yeah, okay? that's what it is. And a lot of people have a hard time doing that. And he's not pulling a Toys R Us or a Blockbuster right now where <laughs> you nope. decided that you're sticking to your guns and not moving with the way the times are moving and you're not deciding to to change the way you are. And he's like, hold on a second. We just went through a pandemic. Probably 95% of films and television shows watched were streamed. Probably more than that. It's probably like 99%. Probably. And then and then also, too, they're realizing that now that there's, especially here in Texas, there's, you know, a lot of stuff is lifted. But the movie theaters still aren't very full. Nope. Because people have access to stuff at home. Yep. So yeah. at that point, you have no choice but to adapt. And I like the fact that at least... You know, maybe he's eating his crow, or maybe he's just counting his money. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> it could be eating crow or counting <laughs> money. You could do both. He's yeah, yeah. You're like, I hate this money, but I love but this I, money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, 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 like, he's like Scrooge McDuck counting in the money bin. Yeah, he's swimming in <laughs> he's swimming in his in his sea of coins, gold coins. But you know, I think it's a smart move. You're 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 a good filmmaker for the most part. He's not a bad filmmaker. I'm not going to no. talk shit about. He's a great filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. I just have a love hate relationship with a lot of his films. But um, <laughs> example, he, example, as they say in like, France. Okay, so for instance, I love the film The Color Purple, but I hate the film Crystal Skull. Okay. About, I love. I love. What about Empire film. of the Sun? I love the film Empire of the Sun, but. I hate the film Minority Report. What about Always? That's Spielberg? That's Spielberg, dude. Oh, wow, bro. You just rocked my world. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one, too. What about 1941? I'm not, Listen, man, a lot of people love 1941. I'm not one of those guys. Neither I'm sorry. Am I. Neither am I. The yeah. best scene in that one is one with Dan Aykroyd. He goes, I'm a bag! Yeah. <laughs> with the pantyhose, and it's the yeah. dumbest scene. I feel like he was trying to be a little bit of Stanley Kubrick, like Doctor Strange love thing there. And yeah, it just and it, didn't it, it really fell hit. flat. It fell flat. Yeah. But yeah, no, 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 dude. I mean, in regards to that, I mean, I think he's probably the greatest filmmaker of our time, of the three of us time. You know what I mean? Like, you oh, think? don't even say that to me. That is not <laughs> true. I mean, he's no. great. He's I amazing. Love- Listen, I love, I, I respect Spielberg. Who do you think is the guy. greatest filmmaker of our time then? I mean, I could tell you, but you're not going to agree. Who is it? It's Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay. <laughs> no. He's the best filmmaker. No. He's the greatest filmmaker of our time. Okay. 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 Here's, here's what I think. I think I think probably I'll agree to disagree on that because that's your opinion and I respect that. I mean, I this just is think opinion based, consensus. this whole thing. I mean, but. Cons- I mean, but no, but like as far as the consensus is concerned, not just with us, but I'm saying like. In general, people consider him probably the greatest filmmaker of the last 30, 40 years. I I, I think it's just because people know his name. Yeah, like that's, he's I, like that's just part people of it. know who I he think is. That's part of but it. But I think you... Spielberg Spielberg did okay. Here's here's the thing. Spielberg this is, is a tangent, popular. everybody. This is a tangent. We it is, but we need yeah. to talk about this. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> this is why news is so long. My God. Okay, Spielberg is a revolutionary director. 
I think we all agree mm-hmm. he has made major impacts to the industry. Huge, yeah. Easily, I would say easily on the top 10 list, right? Yeah, of, oh yeah. Of, of, our, of our generation. Of our right? generation, absolutely. However, he is popular like Marvel is popular. Yes, Derek. He, he, he's yes. the reason These why Marvel is Marvel. blockbuster films. They're blockbuster films. They make tons of money and they do... They're good films. They are enjoyable. No one would debate that things like E.T. Are, or Jurassic Park are yeah. incredible films. Beautiful However, films. it's just like these are, these are just blockbusters. They're not necessarily moving film forward. They're moving the industry forward. Yes, Am I doing I, I do agree I think with you're you. killing I, it. I, I think that's yeah. a great answer. I agree, I agree with you on that point. But then he goes, after he does his blockbusters, then he makes his smaller films like Bridge of Spies. Okay. Have you guys Those seen- aren't smaller films, Tomas. They I just understand. seem smaller they, because they're, they're not, no, no, yeah, no. and they're not summer blockbusters. I get that's that. Why, I get that. I but get they're that. like but those, all those, have hundred his... million dollar budgets. Well, you know? that, well, I mean, you could say that about a lot of movies nowadays that are considered small. They all they all have that because because he does oh, use quite a bit of special effects. I get yeah, that. Dude, but when it comes I, to him, he, I, th- I, th- I think when he does more his, his more character driven pieces, I think he still hits home quite a bit. Oh, I'm, I, listen, dude. I'm a I'm a huge fan. Fuck, bro. Of- no, you can't disagree with me, bro. You're not allowed to agree or disagree with me. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of his character-driven stories, like The Color Purple, The Terminal, Catch Me If You Can. I I like those are great films, and I think they're awesomely made. He's he's incredible. I'm not taking that away, but like like Derek said, he's not moving cinema anywhere. He's just moving the industry somewhere. True, I get it. He's not changing the world with his stories. Or changing the scope of cinema with the stories. Now, he's just changing the box office trends. That's to, what to, be, to be clear, what I'm saying, when I say that, what I mean is I feel like the number one director of our generation would do both. Right? Not, not that they would, not that I one is more important. That. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with I that think because they, you can't do both. Because otherwise, otherwise it's profitable. The film is a profit. You industry. can't do I both. Think, you can't. It's impossible. Being, I, think, I think to a certain degree though, Eric, I think you're being kind of a contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, I promise. I promise. <laughs> no, I'm just, it probably seems, seems that way. So hard because I'm just like not agreeing with anything know, anybody's I know, saying. I know. No, 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 no. Look, look, look. He's not my favorite director. I'm gonna. Yeah. Lie. he's L- not my. Who favorite. should be at the top, Eric? Like uh, again, let's that's, so it's, it's it's very. That's a very. It's, I, I I fuck around because it's a very personal point because somebody's it it's, it's somebody's a, it's completely director, subjective like my, he's not my favorite director i love spielberg movies don't get me wrong i love his movies who's your favorite director but my favorite director is uh uh probably a split between uh david fincher and luke basson those are probably my favorite directors. those guys are in the conversation i'm not contrary to that both of those guys yeah are in the conversation and if you're talking I about feel like someone, i'm gonna piss you guys off you are gonna make me mad i could see it he's gonna be like, <laughs> he's gonna be like, he's like my favorite director is tom shadiak but listen like the thing about it is like if you're gonna take someone who's gonna if you're talking Derek box office which i don't agree that that works i don't think there is someone who's gonna make f- films that are gonna move cinema and also bust out the box office success it's just not it doesn't we're at a weird point in time right now it's not possible but david fincher is the closest one to doing that mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. where he's making films that to me are moving the art form, but also making a lot of money. But he's still not making Spielberg money. So who, who's he's your not- favorite, Derek? Man, I feel like you guys are going to hate me after this. 
Uh, you know what? I've given you worse reasons. Yeah, bro. Um, I'm, believe me. It's just, nothing could be that I, bad. I, I really like Wes Anderson. <laughs> no, that doesn't make me mad. Why, mad. Why, I why love Wes Anderson. Mad? Look, yeah. see, here's the thing. I see movies like The Grand Budapest Hotel, which a yeah. lot of people always point out. It is... It's become like a Citizen Game type thing for the film buffs, right? It's like, you absolutely have to see this, and then people get tired of watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that movie, I think they spent... Hold on, I was trying to pull it up. Yeah, they spent $25 million on it. $30 million. Yeah. And they made $172 million. See, yeah. it, it, the thing with Wes Anderson is that, honestly, though, Wes Anderson is not for everybody. Grand Budapest no. Hotel is probably his most successful movie. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like the the Maybe. what is the other one? Uh, my wife, Fantastic my wife Mr. does Fox not like or any the of Isle of Dogs. No, Those no. are all incredible movies. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is that my wife is not a big Wes Anderson fan. Like the the humor kind of falls on her. He's niche, dude. He is very niche. Mm. Like she, like she. When we walked out of the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, I thought you she walked was, out of it. No, 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 no. Well, we oh, I was just saying. We walked out of the movie. I love that movie. No, no, no. The movie's fucking amazing. Still need to see that. When we walked out of the movie, she looked at me and she's like, "What the fuck did we just watch?" I was like, "It was yeah. amazing. It was so hilarious." She's like, "I don't think it was funny at all." I'm like, "Really? Yeah. It's, it's fucking me. great." But she Wait, loved Grand Budapest. She loved Grand Budapest because it, you could see his. He had transformed so much. In, I told her, go. You need to watch Moonrise Kingdom. That's what you Moonrise. Need to watch. Moon, Moon, Moonrise Kingdom is amazing. Bottle Rockets. Amazing. Royal Tenenbaums is probably in my top ten favorite films of all time. Fantastic. Royal Tenenbaums is to me his best work. But beyond that, Derek, I, the major question I have for you right now is oh, that you God. just said that Wes Anderson is your favorite director, and you've never seen The Life Aquatic. There are a number of his films that I have not <gasps> seen. Oh, oh, I have to God. say. And and the ones that I have seen, I absolutely loved, and they're probably his shittiest films. Like I love, I can't, I can't hold on. I love some of I, his like. I'm walking away. Tomas left. Yeah, I get fine. it. Like I'm, we'll I'm, two, I'm two seconds away from doing the same thing. <laughs> I mean, just wait what? until you hear my pick. Absolute <laughs> fuck! Are you talking about, bro? Oh, demonetized right there. That's where it happened. <laughs> Sorry, the moment. Uh, it is weird, man. Like I, I love that strange. you like Wes Anderson, but the That's... fact that you haven't seen all his films, is, oh it just doesn't make any make any sense no. to me. No, dude. Well, I mean, it's just like, it's like I, me saying, it was oh, one I of the love, first times. I love, I love Roman Polanski, and I've only seen like I think maybe Rosemary's one. Baby. Like, no, I don't think no. I've even seen that movie. Like I this saw, is... I saw, I think I saw what's it called, uh, My Dinner with Andre. I think I saw yeah. that. That's it. It I, it came. I noticed that I really liked him when. I saw that he had directed a number of films that I really enjoyed. And I'd not ever, other than Spielberg, for all the wrong reasons, like I don't really consider him, again, I don't mean to backpedal. He's an incredible director, but I didn't enjoy his movies to the same level, even though they were blockbusters, as I did the Wes Anderson films that I'd seen. And so when I finally have like two or three or four movies that I'd seen and really enjoyed, and like suddenly I'm like, oh, like these are all tied together because they're the same dude that directed them. It kind of, that's how I noticed it. Right? Which ones have you seen? Uh, Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't that's seen that. Royal Tenenbaums. I know oh, that. Oh, God, dude. What the? Yeah. And I hadn't seen The Life Aquatic. Um, I saw Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. I saw Isle of Dogs. I oh, saw Grand Bird Best Hotel. Have you um, seen Moonrise Kingdom? I don't think so. Dude. I don't think so. Dude, watch, I think. Watch. 
Watch. Oh. You just need to just watch them all, dude. Watch, watch them all. Watch Bottle, Bottle Rocket, Rocket. Watch the Royal Tenenbaums. Watch Moonrise Kingdom. Just watch them, dude. Okay? Moonrise Kingdom. It's is... like you guys are advising me to watch more of my favorite director's movies. Dude, yeah, dude, you guys dude, just dude. had different directors that you dude, thought I should love. Dude, dude, yeah. Moon, Moonrise Kingdom. I it, like. I love all his movies, but for me, probably my favorite is out of his movies is Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom is so is so sweet. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a good movie. It's like it's such a sweet movie that it makes your teeth rot. It's such a great flick. And there's and there's a lot of heart. <laughs> what an movie. analogy, geez. Dude, dude, no, no. <laughs> and there's such it's such a lot of heart, and it's funny. And the best and there's so many good scenes with like Harvey Keitel and with Edward Norton. And he's like in every like like Wes Anderson movie recently, you know, yeah. like he's like in he's like one of his crew. And it's just it, dude, it's such a and, and like not the West, not the Edward Norton we saw in Collateral Beauty, but the good West Norton, like yeah, yeah. like the well, Primal Fear West Norton, which was really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but I'm just saying that yeah, dude, like watch Moonrise, watch Royal Tenenbaums, watch Bottle Rocket. Those three you need to watch, dude. But ultimately, what this comes down to, and we where we can wrap this up is that when you're talking about best directors of it's our personal. our lifetime. It is subjective, subjective, but my subjective opinion is correct. Is <laughs> yeah, is the correct one. No, no. Paul Thomas Anderson no. is changing cinema. So no. I feel like I'm rubbing off on you because no, that's a it, joke I would make. Dude, if it, if it wasn't for Luke Besson, we would not have the, the, the we would not have the type of action movies we have now. Yeah, but Luke Besson is awesome at what he does, and. He's a great filmmaker, and I love most of the films that I've seen of his, which I haven't seen all of them. All of them are good, except for City of a Thousand Planets. Do not watch that. I won't watch it. But (laughs) um, to me, again, I don't think he's he's really having an insane movement, like trajectory for cinema whereas david fincher is yes paul yes, thomas is. anderson is yes. wes anderson is all three of those guys are you know but anyway sorry i could go i could talk about this for the rest of the podcast <laughs> all but. right so all right so, so that's the festival so i think we're done we've beat that dead horse pretty pretty crazily and we've and we and we've totally you know beat up on Derek as always. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next article. So this is another one. This one should be quick. All right, so recently there was a TV show on NBC that had to be. It wasn't canceled per se, but they kind of stopped production recently. Um, so <clears throat> it was a TV. Sh- it was an episode. It was a series called. Um, and this is funny. It's one of these. Um, I guess you would call them variety summer shows where they do like crazy shit, like overboard or whatever the fuck it is. Like they're, they're like wipe they're, out, me, like wipe, wipe out. out. Like they remind yeah. me of like those Japanese variety shows where they just have yeah. people go through obstacle courses and get the shit beat out of them. Yeah. So, so this one's called the ultimate slip and slide. And according to this, they was shut down because a number of the crew and some of the cast, which would be <laughs> some of the contestants. Or eloquently, um, eloquently prescribed, diagnosed with explosive diarrhea. So apparently, forty crew members and some of the contestants contracted a form of of a parasitic germ known as Giardia. Yeah. Okay, that's found in water. It also has remnants of feces in it. So the show is called Ultimate Slip and Slide. 
And I guess someone decided to slide down and shit in the water, possibly, as they were sliding down, because that is absolutely fucking horrifying. Well, I think the best person that could weigh in on this right now is Derek, because you just got over that, right? So you were just telling me the other day that you got over it. So if you wouldn't mind. No. Explosive diarrhea? You you don't have to be. Explosive diarrhea, dude? Don't be modest, is, man. It's cool. Is, there some, is this a memory I've already forgotten? Yeah, maybe you did. Yeah, maybe but you, maybe just you blocked it out, bro. Like a week ago, you were like, bro, I have regular, man. It's every morning. I've got explosive <laughs> diarrhea. And then you're like, I went to the doctor. I have Giardia or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah but I was wondering, you know, what happened because on the way to the doctor, I literally shit my pants. So, <laughs> so. I'm wondering if someone hacked my number. <laughs> no, no, it was you. We FaceTimed. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. you. <laughs> You guys are fucking you, trying hard, you, dude. You, you, I, don't you remember when you pointed the camera to your car seat, dude? It was all covered in yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's my car seat. Yeah, like yeah. I'm a child. I gotta strap yeah. myself in. Exactly. Well, no, it's for your, it's for the, yeah. the, you know, the upcoming baby. That's what it was there. Yeah, I'm riding in the back seat of my no, soon-to-be son's you car seat. Well, I mean, you didn't want to get it all over your car. I got soon-to-be son's car seat so I could shit in it before. Well, well you can I mean, clean you, the car you, seat. You, dude, you... I thought, don't you don't you fit in that seat, bro? You're pretty small, no. bro. Yeah, you're a tiny guy. You're a tiny guy. <laughs> oh, you guys. Are so yeah, no, but so like, hard. like like Bobby Moynihan and Ron Funches were set to host the show, but they don't know if they got sick. There's no other been no other word, but yeah. So basically, they were like people. They had to stop the show because they were wondering if people were literally when they're sliding down this sixty foot slip and slide. They were they were wondering if they were ingesting pieces of poop through their mouth because the water gets shot up in their face and (laughs) yeah i feel like this show's closed down i feel like yeah they're not gonna pick that back up it's a rough rough start yeah they're like listen let's just cut let's cut our losses you know what's funny is that that kind of shit happens in miami all the time there's always something people just eat shit yeah is that what you're saying swimming shit they don't know they swim in shit but like usually, sometimes a lot of times every summer, there's always one part of the beach in Miami that gets shut down because a sewage pipe bursts and literally fills the beach with shit. I love That's how gross. like so <laughs> I love how like all of the Miami listeners are like, "Fuck you, Tomas." We no, don't they're have gonna that be shit like, here. they're gonna they're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, right. bro, that shit happens all the time." Yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like, "Yeah, that dude's from Miami." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I was there. I met him. I yeah, talked to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens quite a bit. It happens. It happened. Like I think it happened like last year too when I was in Miami. But it's, it happens all the well, fucking time. Moral of the story: They should they should definitely shut down the production on that show <laughs> until they get that shit until they've cleaned, cleaned the up. Shit? No pun intended. <laughs> Literally, no pun intended. Yeah. Oh my god. How do you, okay. Like how do you? I mean, I get maybe maybe it's a sixty foot fall that scares you to shit yourself. Maybe yeah. I don't I don't know how we got on this fucking topic. This story, but man, <laughs> I read about it too. I was excited that you. I don't. That up. No, I was not. I did not hear about this. <laughs> I guess I've got a filter to keep the shit out of my news. Zing. <laughs> Oh, I can't handle this shit. This is too fucking bad. I can't. I can't. No, yeah, and that's the shit. That's fit to print. Anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> anyways, all right, so that's all the news we have for you guys today. Um, you guys want to talk we're about anything else? Shit. We got no more shit to talk about. <laughs> all right, so yeah. what we're going to do if is... If you want to talk take... about anything else, you guys are shit out of luck. like this is a dad joke or podcast. Or, or, as the, or as the Russians say, tough shit ski. Oh, God. Wow. 
<laughs> All right, folks. All right. We're going to water break. Yeah, refill. We're gonna <laughs> refill. Go take a piss. Go take a shit. Enjoy yourself. Go, uh, you know, talk to a man about a dog or uh, go wet the willy. All right. Oh, so. God. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in 30 seconds. Peace. Refill portion of the episode. Um, Any changes? Any exciting uh, new well, ventures for you? No, nope. I, I'm sticking. <laughs> nope. Me. On top of that, I uh, I did. I'm I'm doing the same amount of uh, peanut butter whiskey with a uh, two ibuprofen back. So I'm gonna be chilling, dude. Oh, so wow, geez. dude, he's he's mixing You're prepping uh, pills and alcohol today. <laughs> wow, because I, I know how I'm gonna be in the morning. I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be probably dehydrated and have a headache in the morning. So I usually it works for me. I have a like an ibuprofen halfway through the night when I'm drinking, and I'm good to go in the morning. I'm yeah, man, go. it's gonna get weird. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, it it just we're getting old. Okay, yes, we are. That's where we're at. We're getting old. You know, you know what's funny? You, you say that. You say that. But Derek's today, uh, 22 years old. I'm gonna, dude, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a private moment with you guys and all our listeners. And so, all of the listeners yeah. on the yes. internet. All our, our 21 uh, listeners. Yeah, uh, 12 of you guys out there. Four, 14 subscribers. Hey, Joe. <laughs> so today I actually went for the first time to the podiatrist because my feet were hurting, dude. You got that okay. gout, bro? No, I don't got gout. Okay, <laughs> I, got, I got like cracked heels news. and shit. I got cracked heels and shit. But yeah, it was that's just old like, people shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. Normal. It's just it's, like, it's just like it was so weird. I'm at the podiatrist and the the nurse is taking off my shoes. I'm like, what's going on? Don't touch my feet. Like, what are you doing? I can do that. Well, you're like, at the just foot look doctor. At him. Just look at him. Don't touch him. I was like, don't touch him. Like, what are you doing? Don't touch my feet. <laughs> like, it was super strange. I felt like, and then I'm as I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, everybody here is like eighty fucking years old. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you care, dude? I was just like, it was just weird. I'm here fucking, I'm there watching fucking Naruto Shippuden, and I'm watching all these like 80-year-old people walk into the doctor's office. I'm like, fuck so me, bro. What? No, it's just weird. So what? This, this, well, the, I, like, the weirdness of it was strange. I'm getting aches in like weird mm-hmm. like, places. That I, and dude, I'm pretty active. All day. Dude, and I don't like, even hurt, and I make noises when I get up and sit down. <laughs> yeah, all day. I, My wife makes fun of me. <laughs> it's it's annoying, and I, I'm like pretty active, and it's like my body's like no, it's bro. betraying you. Yeah, I know, dude. I gave you already your best years. That was it. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. It's you, nuts. You, you I was just like, up. I was like, fuck me, bro. This is is this how life is gonna be? I'm gonna have to make some fucking changes, bro. <laughs> just like fuck, bro. Look, yeah. listeners. I swear, we were trying. We're trying not to go off on these tangents, but shit just happens, okay? Yeah, it just happens. It's fine. I, I, well, like I said, we just came back from the refill. Did anybody change their drinks? Eric, I know you did. Eric, don't be disappointing. I, I'm going to be disappointing. I didn't. Oh, you're I, so disappointing. I can't, I can't do the you know, man, I, dude, the keto. Peer pressure, bro. Peer pressure, bro. Seven grams per ounce. Peer bro. pressure. It's too much. Peer okay. pressure. It was one week. We're going to go one week of this. <gasps> right? Listen, <gasps> next time we get together, I promise. <laughs> 
It will be something else. Okay. Straight, straight 151. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> fuck Christ, bro. No, I wouldn't wish that on my Oh, my God. Anymore. I just refilled. Uh, well, I didn't even refill. I'm still working on like, the same glass. Some, someone, so. will, someone will die of cirrhosis by the time that show's over, bro. Oh, jeez. But anyways, all right. So we finished the refill. Everyone's staying the same with all the same drinks. I refilled my peanut butter whiskey. Super happy about it. Um, and, um, we're going <laughs> to be going. a second cup. <laughs> yes, I am. And we're going to move on to the most picture now. As I said in the beginning of the episode, the motion picture I chose this week was uh, the Power of One. Now, Power of One came out. Power of One came out in 1991. Day sorry, sorry. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it starred um, director. The director was John G. Avildsen. Now, if who's you got have, quite a catalog? Actually, yes, he does. Surprisingly, so. So, if you have not heard of John G. Avildsen, you have definitely seen his movies. This is the dude. Who won Best Director? Okay, for Rocky, he's actually the director of Karate Kid, The Karate Kid, Parts One, Two, and Three. And Three, the first three of the trilogy, not Next Karate Kid. No, well, not the Hilary Swank. No, sorry, no. But the first three movies. Wait, there was another one before Jaden Smith got in. Yeah, yeah, it was the Next Karate Kid. It was actually Hilary Swank's first movie. Yeah. And it's called The Next oh, Karate Kid. I didn't even see that one. I saw one, two, three, and, and then the one with Jackie Chan. It was okay, like as far as a 90s redo guys, would be. I'm going to save you guys all the, 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 <laughs> yes, the time here. It was movie. bad. It, it was, was bad. not great. It was not great. But it's it, it's a girl power flake. But yeah, it's a, it's not a great movie. Um, But yeah, no. But he directed the first three Karate Kids. He directed Rocky. Uh, he also directed Rocky Five. Which is a... He's also a multiple. I did some research on him. He's a multiple Razzie Award recipient. He is. Do you guys Ooh. know what the Razzies oh. are? Isn't that like the worst film? The yeah, worst it's, it's, of the it's year. about the worst films. It's it's awards for like the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, he's 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 definitely had his share of bad flicks, but he's had the the ones he's hit. I mean, he's really hit, and the ones he yeah, has I mean, it, like he has. Freddy Kid, Rocky, those were huge I mean, films. Just with Rocky those... alone, I mean, yeah. shit. I mean, like I said, he won an Academy Award for Rocky. So I mean, he's he's yeah, an Academy, he's an Academy, Award, Academy Award, Award winning director. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this movie was in 1982. He directed it. It starred a very young Stephen Dorff. It starred Morgan Freeman uh, before Shawshank Redemption. Let's it's, not forget about a very young Daniel Craig, dude. You dude, have no idea. Movie, the you, whole movie, I was like, is that, "That's got to be him." Oh, that's got to be him. him. And I waited I, until I the credits. Was, I was like watching. I was like, "Holy shit!" But we'll get to that. And it also starred uh, the great Armin Mueller-Stahl. And I, I have to say with that accent because I mean his name is fantastic. I love his name, the great Armin Mueller-Stahl, and. Um, and I think that's it as far as the great, you know, the, the main actors that are people know about in the movie. Um, but so the movie is. So let me just go ahead and just kind of give you guys a, a, the synopsis. I'm reading this off of uh, IMDb. An English boy living in Africa during World War II, through his boxing prowess, becomes a symbol of hope in a time of war. Now, that's kind of a small synopsis of the movie because there's a lot more to the, the thing. But the movie takes place, starts taking place in, when he's a kid in the 30s, then a kid in the 40s, and then, of course, a kid in the late 40s after the war. And, and it's during the time of apartheid. 
Right. So it's dealing with a lot of racial issues that are happening in apartheid during that time frame. He's in seeing, South Africa. In South Africa. He's seeing things how, that are happening and he's and he's trying, I guess, find his way in the world at that point. You know what I mean? And what yeah. what is he doing? Is he gonna be is he gonna be uh, an academic? Is he gonna go to Oxford? Is he is he gonna study that? Or is he gonna is he using his boxing to be to bring people together? Is he gonna use his head to bring people it's it's there's a lot of different threads happening in the motion picture. But mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've seen the movie. I love the movie. It's one of my it's one of my good good movies I loved when I was a kid. Um I saw this movie when I was probably I'd say like 13 years old. I saw that's when I saw this movie and and it, it resonated with me a lot. And I was concerned that I was gonna have Mandela effect, but I won't talk about what I felt because like I said, it's my pick. I'd rather hear what you guys felt. So uh Derek, you've never seen the movie. Well, I know not, Eric not, has not before this time, right? I, I I know Eric has. So you've never seen the movie. So I wanna hear what you have to say, and then we'll get to Derek. So Talk to us, dude. Give, give me I'm your Eric brother. Tomas. I'm Eric. We'll I get know to you're Eric. Eric. Well, no, Jeez. no, no. We'll get to Derek. Jeez. That's the peanut butter talking. I Derek. can tell, man. That's gonna get worse. <laughs> Did I say your name wrong for real? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna I mean, get worse though. Oh, it's fuck okay. Me. I it's honestly, five minutes into the movie. basically the same name. Fuck so, I mean, me, bro. I'm and so sorry. I'm and so sorry. Eric, what did you think? I am so sorry, Jordan. Knight. No, no, All right, no, go no, ahead. No. Derek, go, go, go. <laughs> Derek, go ahead. Kidding, you're, go. you're the new, you're the newbie to this, and I have okay, a lot to so, say. So I'll go next. Yeah, and I never, I never read super deep into movies, so I'll be quick. Um, why are you? Here, don't then? be quick. Why <laughs> just go, bro. Just go. Why are you here then? Just go, so, bro. I had never heard of this movie. I had no clue that it existed before you said the words that came out of your mouth on our last episode, um, and I, I had no preconceptions of like what this movie was even about. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't even like read up about it. I just put it on. And I have to say that this is probably one of the best movies that I have seen in my entire life. I loved this movie. It was incredible. Um, Wow. This this movie. I'm shocked. (laughs) Wow. I enjoyed this movie so thoroughly that so glad, bro. I was pumped enough to like. I'd finished watching the movie. My wife was already asleep. I got up out of the theater room, walked into my wife's bedroom, and she was like barely awake. And I started telling her about how good this movie was. That's <laughs> like, awesome, dude. I I really enjoyed this. I thought um, there were a couple concepts that I guess a, a modern perspective kind of doesn't value as highly maybe as we did whenever like it came out in the 90s but man this movie is great let's go through your notes bro go through your notes bro so so i i was i was looking and here let me grab this all right so i was looking at this and the way that they okay so it starts off with our protagonist being a child basically being being born right pk PK, is, is you get to see him when he's born and his I don't know, call it four or five year old self is narrating his thoughts and his experiences. And then as you get through that phase of his life and he tells that part of the story, like I love how it progressed into his teenager self telling the story and narrating what what he was experiencing, all these different things. There aren't a lot of movies that I think pull that off really well, that kind of structure of a film. Um, And then whenever 
you see how all of these things compound, right? All of these hardships he goes through, like losing his mom, not ever knowing his dad, you know, being picked on because he has to go to the cheapest school, which also means he has to go to another white tribe that basically hates his guts and thinks he should be rotten hell. But like they're talking trash about him and his family and his, his relatives in as part of their education. Like they're teaching this in their school, right? They're teaching hate. They're teaching hate. Teaching that racism between, and it it seems so strange to me, like I'm familiar with very stark contrasts between races, right? And here they were differentiating on what country you immigrated from, and that was it. Yeah. Like there was white people against white people. And and I didn't know enough about apartheid before I watched this. I knew highlights of what it was, but this movie from probably uh, to my own detriment is the most thorough knowledge I have about apartheid. So I don't even know how accurate this is. Right. But man, the way that this is portrayed, the way that you see the, like this kid, he has a very clear understanding of how equal people are. And he's blatantly told repeatedly the entire life of how wrong he is and how somebody is better than somebody else. And then they're both better than the other person or whatever. And it just seems like it it was woke before woke was cool. Right. Before we knew what woke was, right. (laughs) He has this perspective and it just inherently came upon him. Like, wow, people are fucking equal. Like, holy shit. What a concept. And, 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 and and that, that kind of breathes into the aspect of like, in, in my opinion, what you're saying is kind of like nature versus nurture. Because he grew up with a uh, a nanny that was, you know, African. She was Zulu, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think she, she was Zulu, is what they said. Yeah, she was Zulu, and then Doc tr- treated, you know, the prisoners and everyone around. Even though he was German, you know, he wasn't like a German. That was Jew. another thing. Like he wasn't a German Jew. Rooting like for was, a German guy who doesn't. Care he hates the about, Nazis, you know. Yeah, like that's that was yeah. a new concept. You no, know, it wasn't. It, he was, and he wasn't, and they didn't say they didn't specify, which is probably on purpose. They didn't specify he was Jewish. He was just against the Nazi regime. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so he and he treated the 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 uh, the African um that uh, I don't different know tribes I, I, all I, the different I, tribes. I wonder, how, I wonder how we can reference. Uh, that's one thing I want to talk about. Like, how do we want to reference the people, the the uh, African people on the call on, on the on the show? In do the we want to say African? Like, do yeah, those say, are those are Africans. Just say those African, are South African, African. Okay. natives. Right. So, so they're so, different South, tribes. Yeah, but so there's, they're African. So natives, we just say, yeah. you know, so we're gonna say African. If, if, we're gonna try not to be, you know, insensitive. We're gonna say Africans, just for lack of a better word, I guess. But we're gonna say for the like, native Africans that were in the prison, he treated them as equals. You know, he yeah. he made sure that Which they were makes not gonna, absolute sense. Like yeah. these That's these a, two white clans are pissed off about each other coexisting, when reality neither of them are entitled to any of this, right? They both showed up and took people's places, yeah. right? So like, imperialism, baby. You're both fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean, okay, so keep going, dude. Keep going. So so yeah, I mean, it was just um it was it was that perspective of equality spoken from such an a place of childhood like innocence, right? And it wasn't like you could hear in this character's lines that there was never a debate in his mind. Like there was never a concept of something other than we're all just, can't we all just 
coexist and not be dicks to each other. Mm -hmm. And that was just his default narrative. Like it was, it was so purely innocent and still dead on with what I think we all know to be true. Right. Where everyone is like, we're all equal. Right. So I watching this movie very much. So gave me, um, an eye-opening perspective of how racism looked outside of what I know American racism to have looked like, right? And that's that's a very different kind of racism that I've never, I didn't know about, right? Like I, I hear many different perspectives from an American perspective, what you experience here where I'm from, right? But this is another country, another time, and something, I mean, different people, different circumstances, still the wrong fucking answer. Right. And somehow they, they two different cultures entirely got there seemingly unrelated from each other. Right. So I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I was, I was ready to hate this thing. I didn't know what it was about. And I was just, I walked into the movie and I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this. It's gotta be he's a like, shit movie. I've never like, even heard of it. He's like, he's like, I'm scared for the feels. No, I I was, <laughs> I was teetering between this better not suck like like I felt during Blue Valentine. Not that Blue Valentine was bad, even though it was. Um, it was a ten to you. I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you loved it. I I I was teetering between. I know I'm going to hate this film, or this film is just going to be the fucking worst because I've never heard of it, or it's going to make me feel depressed. And I walked out, and I am I am the biggest fan of this movie. It is easy on my top ten list of all time. Easy. Wow. All right. Eric, I want to hear what you have to say, bro. Because you've seen the oh, movie. Man. And then we'll talk about the movie itself. Yeah. So, hmm, guys, this, it's so... I, this is the interesting stuff about a podcast like this, is that... <laughs> don't you dare agree with me. This I is, know you don't this want to. Is, this is, and this is hard, and I, I... Derek, I wish... Oh, God, this is... To, to preface before I go in, I saw this movie as a child, too. I was probably about nine... 10 years old when I saw it and I remember it stuck with me man it just stayed with me and I watched it again when I was a teenager and it stayed with me there's <laughs> just something about it that that just was there okay and it was awesome it was great and it meant something to me and I even put it on my like top 100 list okay I haven't seen this film since I was a teenager oh god and I watched it and I realized this movie isn't very good. And oh, it's not very it's God. not very good for it's not very good for a lot of reasons. And listen, <laughs> let me tell you. It it destroys me too. This isn't bringing me joy. I was really you fucking really, liar. <laughs> I was really upset. No, no, I promise you. I promise. I really was like if I had said that I hated this movie, you'd have been like, "This is the greatest no, shit since no, sliced I, bread." I was hoping, I was hoping we would be on the same page this time because we've been, we have not been on the same page for the last couple movies. That's why. How do I like it? you so much and hate you at the same time? I mean, I get it. Most well, people do. I know one. you feel bad, Eric, but this is the reason why I love podcasts. Yeah, this yeah, is the reason uh, why we have this is to I, have conversations like yeah, this, bro. And it, it really does. And I know that you guys probably don't think it like this one is a tough one for me because it really this is hard for me to shit on this movie because it really meant a lot like i really loved this film and this is not filthy liar it really does it really does not bring me joy what i'm about to say say talk 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 yeah i'm gonna bring you i'm gonna break down my perspective from it and also too this is 
coming from a perspective, especially as a, you know, almost. I can't listen to this. I'm out. I can't. (laughs) Oh, you better listen, son. (laughs) So, so as a, as He just walked away. He fucking walked away. Oh, that son of a bitch. (laughs) He's got, he has to hear what I'm going to say because it's, it's counters Uh, almost everything. Well, I'll start off with some of my, my problems with like the, the uh-huh. film itself so it, it is it's a little it's a little cheeky um mm-hmm. it's a little cheesy the dialogue isn't 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 um, you know he's back now he's back now he's back now <laughs> so the, i was just going into and in, into everything and by the way derek Wait, I, I missed lo- it i walked away and i still <laughs> didn't even uh, no. no we waited by for the you, way bro. i Son love nothing makes me happier than the fact that you watched a movie that we told it. you to watch and you liked it and not only did you like it you put it in your top 10 i think that's amazing yeah i, think that's I love great. that bro that's amazing you know yeah it's awesome but what you're so- saying is like oh i love that for you <laughs> Well, well, listen, man, I, I love this film. I love this Bless film as a kid. So there, I love this film when I was stupid, is what Eric's saying. <laughs> so what? The I'll get to it. So what? What? You know what? I start off as like it's a little cheeky. There's some cheesy dialogue. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of exposition, especially the part when um, when Daniel Craig's character saw PK again, yeah. like. The what he said there was so bad, like oh, I've got kicked out of school because of you, and now my whole life has been ruined, and my family hates me. Like that was so badly written. Um, so and and some of the acting wasn't very for good. ten seconds of lines. You're gonna discount yes, this whole that's movie. That's called exposition, and you it's don't do that. Seconds. It's bad though. It's a bad decision to do that. So anyway. Oh. But I'm going to argue that going to film school has ruined film. It's not. No, maybe. Actually, it probably has. It probably has. You might be right about that. We're well, agreeing I mean, on that. Well, we went to film school and he still didn't like Taxi Driver. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's also like, true. Yeah, but that was bad. Yeah. No, but Taxi Driver is like in film school. They say, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, it, it wasn't that good. Look, we've taught stupid <laughs> shit in all kinds of education school. Okay? Yeah. That's not uh, new. So what what my major problem is with the film now as a 38-year-old man, and this is probably, and this is, you said woke shit, and I'm about, it's going to be some woke shit that's going to happen here right now. I, um, I do know quite a bit about apartheid. I do know about the history, a lot of history about Africa and my ancestors and stuff like that being a 38-year-old black man. Um, the problem I have with this film... Uh-huh in being where we are now and not realizing this as a kid is that the protagonist of this film is a white child that could change Africa. Yeah, I can see that. That's a problem. That is a problem. You're on mute. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't going to say it, but that was what I was talking about. Yeah. Like, like I, I love the concept of like, people realizing that other people are different and still equal. Mm. I love that Mm. concept. Mm -hmm. Right. But the fact that the hero to save all of the black people is a white kid is a white kid. It's that that white savior aspect of it. It's the white savior. It's the great white hope thing. And like, the thing about like it's the same I, reason like no one likes that whenever a guy has to save a damsel yeah right? yeah like you're you're demeaning and what it is to be a exactly. woman exactly right? and to me like um, I love the fact that what you said too Derek like you know there was there was this amazing sense of this guy saying I'm better than no one um, everyone is equal that was very clear in the film and they did a great job of that um, and that is a feel good moment and that's something to talk positively about the movie but 
thinking about the history of apartheid and what went down there, uh, especially with between whites and blacks, it wasn't a white child that brought the clothes of that. It was a black man. So to me, to take this story and make the oh, same like changing history. Yes. Yeah. And have a history changing person and be this white kid is a little bit frustrating to me as an adult now and knowing my history and knowing where, where, where I came from and what, what went down there. Um, that that's problematic. So, and it overshadows some of the things that are good about the movie to me, but there, there, there is also like not a ton of things. Now taking the serious stuff out of it, there's also a lot of inherently really bad things that happen in this film that are not good. Okay, watching it as a someone who is a professional film guy, you know, well, like like film mess ups. Yeah, like yeah, writing, not, writing like, a story is bad. Writing, like writing, acting, all that good stuff. Like Morgan Freeman really wasn't good i'm sorry like i wasn't believing mm. it and that th- is that not his fault it's not his fault it's the writing the writing was really horrible it wasn't good it wasn't bad it was horrible and my wife watched it listen my wife's not a film person and she watched the first maybe 40 minutes with me and she got up and was like all right i'm going to watch netflix this is the writing in this film is so bad and i was like oh my gosh she realized that <laughs> she's like this is really like, bad i, I love you he's it. like he's like i love you so much right yeah now. it was a huge turn on to me <laughs> that she noticed that yeah like, it was yeah dude, i was just he's like, like oh honey God. honey go get grab go, make sure you get get ready because i'm coming for you now. yeah yeah <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm right behind you but like yeah and, and the fact that she noticed it to me i was like okay that's also you know someone who's not oppressed but she's she knows a lot about film because she's such a nerd turn on i love that. i know i know it is it is <laughs> But um, there was there was other bad things about it, but that was that you know the serious aspect that I saw, especially with you know the relationship between you know white and black people, and then the the savior of the film being this white child. It is problematic. It's yes. like it, to me, it and, and that in that knowing that of, it's it's taking that credit. Yeah, because no. it wasn't. If you if you're gonna talk about you know apartheid and the end of apartheid in, in South Africa. It was Nelson Mandela. That's mm-hmm. where that. That's where that is. So, mm-hmm. for you to take him out of the equation completely in South Africa about apartheid, and then you put in this fictional white child, that's it. Which is an awesome idea, I guess. Back in 1992, <laughs> I don't even know if it's awesome back then. It's awesome maybe to white people, but it's not awesome to the I culture. Think, I mean, and, and and I mean, and I'm not trying to. I'm I'm trying not to I'm not trying to say that like we're trying to stir up anything. We're just talking about the motion picture yeah. from points of views. And I I think more than anything, I mean, if you try to think of if what was going on, well, how it was nineteen ninety two with stuff, I mean, it was pretty tough to have a black yeah. lead actor. Dude, you could say that. All of this is true. You do not need to dance around. I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to be sound like oh you know like you know you know I'm woke or anything. I'm not trying to be woke. No. All I'm trying to say is that really in 1982, who was probably the leading black actor at that time? Probably Denzel. Yeah. Well, I mean. uh... Was Murphy big yet? Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy oh, was, yeah, he was in the 80s. He so. was in the 80s. Oh, okay. But like he was in the 90s. Like he was also but like comedy. In 92, I mean, you probably maybe had like distinguished gentlemen hanging around still. You know what I mean? Maybe that was his thing at that point. But like in 92, you could probably say like the, the, the main black actor at that time was African American actor was Denzel Washington because he's uh, maybe a year removed from glory. Yeah. 
I, I think, think he's around Malcolm X too. Maybe ninety three, yeah. ninety four, somewhere yeah, around. It's very was, close. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, I totally forgot that he played yeah. Malcolm X. Yeah. He, he, he just <laughs> was a great he, movie. he won. Yeah. He won. He won in Glory in ninety one. So yeah. this is a year after he would have won. So you have Morgan Freeman, who is now who like he when this movie came out, he was probably already hired for Shawshank Redemption, which was filmed in ninety three. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean and, like like I said, Morgan Freeman. I I listen. The, the man's a great actor. Maybe what and maybe what he did, what maybe what he learned was not great in this movie as mm. far as choices, is what he did better in Shawshank. Because mm. there was a lot of things that you saw that What's I saw in difference? this movie. No, but as far as acting choices, how he handled situations. What I mean, though, I is saw like, a lot of similarities between how he did things and how different it was in Shawshank the way he did it. Well, Shawshank, he was near perfect, so that's, oh my God. Yeah, that's the the reason. And in this film, it's it honestly comes down to it's bad writing and bad directing. That's when you have a guy like Morgan Freeman, who is already a seasoned and tenured actor at that point, at that point, yeah, and you watch this film now and like so I say watch it, I'm like what what this doesn't even it's like this isn't even Morgan Freeman to me and, mm-hmm. and acting is such a big deal to me guys like that is like the biggest thing with movies acting is like probably not the biggest thing but like the number two thing that I'm looking at like I need to be moved by acting mm-hmm. and I was not moved by Morgan Freeman in this one. And I remember, I thought, I distinctly remember being like, oh, Morgan Freeman was amazing in that film, but I haven't seen it in 20 plus years, you know? So now coming back and seeing it as someone who, and you're right, Derek, as someone who's now educated in, in this, <laughs> in this, in this space, maybe has really fucked with my, my, that's right. My, you become a small yay. And suddenly, box wine don't it's cut it. True. Right? It it's true. It doesn't. It's true. It's you know. So true. You know now. You know. Back then, he liked. He liked movies like Power One. Now he loves El Topo. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen El Topo? Please no. tell me you've seen El Topo. You've never seen it. Oh mm-hmm. dear God, dude. I, I think if we ever do something like that, I'm gonna pick that movie, and you're gonna be All like, right. "What the fuck? That just watched." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this but, movie um, ultimately, like, I have a I, question. So, so. I agree. I had no idea how this wasn't uh, nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would make a difference if it had been marketed and presented as fiction? Well, it is fiction. It is. It's not a nonfiction it's, it, it's, piece. It's a book. It's based so on a book. I, 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 I get you. But like the way that – because I, I went into this movie totally blind and the way that movie – felt to me was like a true story a dramatization of yeah like a true story like a dramatization yeah. of I documentary mean, type screen right um like based I, on a true story blah, blah blah and and i get that it it is not truth right it's not what what is historical do you think it would have made it somehow better if they had more plainly acknowledged it like a fictional story about blah, 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 right? I mean, so here's the thing. Here's no. the thing. I don't think, I think so. Like, it I makes it worse. I don't think they were going to. It makes it worse. Yeah, they're not going to say that. What? So what, what they're trying to play out with this is that it's just like, you know, I don't, I mean, I, this this is just me because I'm, I'm not remembering clearly because I'm fucking two and a half into you are drinks. slammed. Ooh, oh, God. Good today. oh, God. But Mississippi Burning, is that based on a true story? Is it? I don't know. I, don't know. I never heard of this. I don't think so. I will I fact think, check that. Okay, so let's fact check it. But I think it, if it is not, I think they're trying to play it in the sense of, look, 
this is not a this is not a true story. But what we are trying to present to you are things that could and possibly have happened during this time frame, based on information that we have, based on the information that's presented to us through this uh, through this book. Well, okay? I think I, I feel like the problem and. I probably don't have very valid opinion being a white person here, but the I feel like they went wrong on the film when they replaced the person's race who achieved this harmony with the opposing race. Not that they uh, made it a kid fictional <coughs> story or negated to mention Mandela, but whenever the person who's saving all of South Africa's natives was suddenly a white child, that mix up sounds like the first mistake, the, the flaw that can't be accepted. Right. Whereas if they said that Mandela was a white man, right. That's, that's a whole other step to the wrong direction. Right. You follow, you follow me? Am I making sense? Not to me. So, <laughs> all right. No, never mind. No, then. Never no, mind. no. I think I think what you're trying to and and I'm trying to understand what you're trying to say, even though I'm somewhat hammered. But here's Three what to the wind. Here's what here's here's the, here's the problem with this. And and like I said, even though we've talked about this, and I I see the drawbacks based on what Eric said. I, I understand what you're trying to say, Eric, and I get it because I, I I can see it. I saw the movie, even though I still like the movie. I saw what you're the, the mistakes that you're you're seeing. The aspect of, I think more than anything, we have to kind of take it into the prism of 1992. You mm. have to take it into the prism when they're doing the movie because it's going to be tough. Even though I think though they could have pulled it off with this movie because it was a small movie. It wasn't like as if it was a huge motion picture. So okay, but if we wanted, if we but, take but, it from that perspective, why isn't and not to make a joke about this, but why isn't in the army now a better film? Oh fuck me, bro! No, like we no. we know we agree that many no, of the jokes no. in that film did not no. age well. No, right? bro, that, they didn't age well. Boy, oh, let that go, swear bro. To he let God. it go. Oh, I didn't bring God. it up first. Look, you know, you're my totally, point is... You're totally killing my buzz, bro. If we're looking at it in the frame of early 90s, no, no, those no. jokes were acceptable. Those jokes were very no. well-landed. They okay, were look, great. Here's the difference. But today, we know that those are offensive. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. The difference, in my opinion, is is that like in the frame of what was going on as far as during that time frame, you they, they, Hollywood was not going to have that type of situation in that in that kind of movie. They just weren't going to do it. You know, they weren't going to have a black actor lead that kind of movie because they just didn't feel comfortable. So you're saying they, they wanted to make a Mandela movie and they Maybe, opted not to sell it? They wanted to make a movie probably about apartheid and how it's shitty and how there, you know, there there's, there's some sort of um, – idea of, of uniting as a people and coming together mm-hmm. but the the protagonist probably couldn't be a black dude that's what he's saying and, yeah and the fact of it is is that that might that probably was true but with you with what you said though in perspective in in, in respect to what you said about we got to look at it what it was in this time mm-hmm. i have a hard time doing that because and yeah this of course okay this even though this is like a this is completely a different, not not at all the same movie. What I'm going to say, but just for in, to put this in 
perspective. But like, I love how we're having this conversation. It's but such like, an uncomfortable conversation. I know. It's great. But like you saying, like, like Derek like, is literally like shitting in his pants right beat now. Red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beat <laughs> and it's funny, and I'm just like, dude, let's do this. <laughs> but, but like. Think about like the movie, like a birth of a nation, like the birth of a nation. Like, fuck, dude, you like, are you pulling we, that fucking card listen, right now? No, no, dude? just listen, just listen. What if dude, we that's said, a rough card? Well, listen, what if we said, oh, let's just look at that for the perspective of the time that it was, dude, not was, even, I, even in the perspective of the time that was fucked up, dude. No, it wasn't back then, though. It was, yes, you're back right. Back then, nobody gave a shit, fuck. like. But that's rough. And, and again, these are two complete. Yeah. I, they're not even in the same ballpark. Okay, oh. I'm not. But that's why that's why I have a hard time looking at films sometimes and being like, oh, let's just look at because these themes mm, are missing. You're right. It's just the I time period that. that we're looking at. You know. Brief aside. Brief aside. You know that. Um, you know, uh, Spike Lee is a, is a, is an emeritus teacher at uh, I believe it's NYU. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know that, Derek? I don't even know what that is. What's an Professor emeritus Professor emeritus teacher? is basically, yeah. he teaches one class a semester. He'll come in and teach film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he's a professor emeritus. Do you know what's the first movie he teaches about? Is it this one? Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Yep. Because in his opinion, he says, his opinion is like, if you don't know about that type of movie and what it takes and what it portrays, then you shouldn't know anything about film. Because in his opinion, film should make you evoke emotion like Blue Valentine, and should make you dumb, f- make dumb. those feelings not come an up. Reference, you know. But but Birth of a Nation though, have you seen Birth of a Nation, Derek, or at least clips of it? Uh, no. That movie, I haven't seen the it's, whole movie. Thankfully, it's fucked up. It's, fucked up. it's like yeah. three hours long. Well, I don't want to watch it. Now. And it's three it's, hours long. Watch it's like three Klu Klu hours Klu long of propaganda. Fuck shit. Yeah, yeah, it's Klu- KKK propaganda, man. It's all it is. And, and it was so much... that as a master. Is it intended in a sense to actually spread? Yes. No, it was. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Yes, back in the day, it's like a recruiting mechanism. Yes, it was promoted by whoever the president was back then. It was Herbert. It was a. It was a machine to promote the. Okay, so hold on. Yeah, Let the, me, director was, the director was a rampant racist. You're telling me there is a movie called The Birth of a Nation uh-huh. that was a prominent film of its yes. era. Yes. A, no, 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 no. Considered a classic in many view, in many eyes. And it and it was a KKK or, or otherwise racist group recruiting. You can mechanism? find this film, Derek. Watch, watch clips. Watch, you don't have watch to watch clips. the whole thing. I don't want to. I don't want to see that, <laughs> dude. Look it up. If you look up clips of you on YouTube, bro, you'll be You're like, "What the me fuck?" To, like, look up people being murdered. Like, no, I don't want. No, I don't want that. <laughs> Pretty much neo Nazis. I'm not friends, enjoying like, this. <laughs> dude, there's groups. Yeah, there's groups like even in the 70s, 80s, and probably even till now that watch that film to get psyched about yeah, like being a neo Nazi, being in the Klan. Oh like my it, gosh. it was a it was a a segregation propaganda. It has a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, dude. It's it's one of the first <sighs> films that were ever made. It's it's there's no there's no dialogue. It's all black and white. Silent it's film. All, yeah, it's silent. It's oh just gosh. music. It's, it's all right. So I mean, it's a it's technically it's part of our history and it's part of film history. And like, listen, Spike Lee showing it to the students. That makes sense because it's Spike Lee showing yeah, it to his students. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. Because he wants but, he because he, he thinks he he says that you should know the history of film in, in its in, in its 
in its entirety, in right? Its you want to know the, the ugly, in its the, most the, beautiful, and its most ugly parts. Yep, yeah. and that was an ugly part. Okay. That's an ugly well, yeah, that, that makes sense. Dude, you want to have a thorough look, understanding look, okay. of where you came from to it's, understand where you I'm are not and where to go. That movie is great anyway. I haven't seen clips of it now. As far as like thinking about what they did technically in that movie, it's it crazy. blew people what, away. It that blew was, you away. That was, that's the reason why, like that. That's a they pioneer. Actually hurt people in the that, movie, did they? I no, no, because there was no real black people. No, white people in blackface in yeah. the film. Oh, with with, 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 yeah. with like with like hillbilly teeth. Yeah, they it made them seem like it was dude's bad. It's bad. fucked up. It's yeah, fucked so, up, bro. But. As far as the filmmaking is concerned, he was doing some pretty amazing pioneering stuff. As as from the technical side, as a director, yes. as a yes. director, no, no, yes. dude, no, he's not lying, bro. Yeah, like he had, and and one, there's one scene, and it's 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 horrible to talk about it in this four fashion. We're trying to be as as like objective as possible, but there's one scene where you just see these clansmen in full robes riding horseback down this one road and it's a two-lane road and i i think you know what i'm talking about as far as mm-hmm. the scene yep. eric and dude we're talking hundreds of people just riding down this road dude and it was hundreds it was and it's camera impressive. movement it was like yeah cinematically shot so it, it like for back then long. especially for back then especially that was you know it was a big deal that film although it was racist as fuck you Fucking know racist as fuck so. dude um, but I, again, and I'm not trying, I didn't bring that up to, cause the power of one is no, by no means, no, yeah. by no means, by no means, in no, that. I don't no. think it's a racist no. film, okay? <laughs> I think but I think blew, that there's I think things Derek's that they mind missed is the blown. mark on. Yeah. I, I don't understand they, how they, anyone can both despise and admire a film. That's the one. That's the one, dude. Yeah, bro. Like, that blows my mind. Like, things that are that despicable in my mind have all been removed from society and yeah. no longer circulated that movie, discussed. Not no. that and, movie. like, oh, geez, dude. Yeah. It's, like, just, it's, it's one of those things. It's one of our major industries. Start off that way. Bro, that dude. that's the and, and I mean not to go off on, on a racist dude, let's go, bro. the entire fashion line. Let's again. go, that's, bro. That's that has been the history of America, film. my that's, dude. Yeah, and bro. Not, not just not just for film of America. It's it dude, you you're Is it every industry? I mean, I every, guess I didn't realize it was that one spread. When was I when do you think a, a black person actually, like a, a, an African American, was can say actually black person, it's okay. or black person? When, <laughs> yeah, it's alright. Yeah. I'm just trying not to be trying to be yeah. whatever. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm trying. You know I'm trying good. to figure it out. Okay, I'm good. So, when was <laughs> I? When, 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 I'm sorry. When was a black person actually? If you think about it, when did they become part of? I guess a fashion. Let's just say fashion um, aspect, like as far as uh, advertisements. I mean, like very. You, yeah, that's recent. Like, maybe Until like in the recently. 60s, like 60s. Yeah. Very few, and also the black people that were involved in any type of advertising or or was the face of a product magazines, yeah, yeah, or or was a face of a product really didn't start happening heavily till probably the last thirty years or so. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the ones that made their way out were typically light skinned girls. Yes, yes. there was never there was never beautiful black dark skinned women that were in these in these that ever got any love. Yeah, exactly. And Grace Jones was like considered androgynous too. Like she wasn't yeah. even like it. And and but she was. I think that's she what was she wanted. The darkest. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The, she's she probably the one of the ones. yeah the darkest women that came. But again, like, dude, Derek, this is this is 
This is history. Oh, dude, we're dude. doing. We're yeah, going we're going deep, deep, bro. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can go and watch this Birth of a Nation. Film. Oh, oh well, you, you don't, 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 don't want to watch. You don't have to, bro. Don't watch that. Don't watch it. I think. I think. I think we've totally moved, Derek. In, as far as the feels are concerned, we've totally moved him into the feels. I mean, I don't need that kind of hatred in my life, dude. There's yeah. enough people that are just fucking stupid. Yeah, just around me. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's just. It's one of those things where, like, and I don't think John G. Albinson was trying to get to that aspect of it i just think he was just going off of the source material and the source material was it was a movie about it was a book about a white boy who grew up in south africa it's just how it was and it was a heartwarming story it really is a heartwarming yeah Yeah. and it's in its in its basis form the book is everyone loves the book my aunt had the book she loved the book you know she loved the movie but she loved the book as well and it's a great book, but like Eric says, I mean, it's the aspect of the white savior. Like, oh, here's the white person helping mm-hmm. the when it's, when in reality the person who changed South Africa was Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah, he was the person who changed apartheid, and the person who changed Jim Crow and the South here was Martin Luther King Jr. You know, it wasn't the white savior. That's like, I mean? Derek, I guess to put that in a better perspective for you, that's like if we, we had a Martin Luther King story, but it was a little white child that made <laughs> oh, all the right? changes. Dude, you know? jeez. You know? So yeah, that's, just, and, and that's, it, that's it was like Dennis I, the Menace. Dennis yeah, the exactly. Menace is the guy they replaced, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and like, it, dude, dude, like Mississippi Burning, the white savior was Gene Hackman. Yep, yep. Oh, by the way, it was a fiction. I found out it's fiction, but it was based off a real FBI in, in, investigation, but it's a fictional account of it's some other docudrama as you yeah, say yeah. okay yeah. wait what was mississippi, mississippi burning. burning oh okay sorry but yeah but right. the movie over and also too there was in and, and we got to get your insight what you feel about it too because I, I don't know when the last time you saw it tomas but it it, it it evoked a lot of uh frustration for me because i wanted to love it but when I realize these things as, you know, a 38-year-old man and a 38-year-old black man, it's like I'm, I I look at things differently as mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to overlook that. And that's why it that was a, a big thing. But there was also other things. And me noticing that made me notice a lot of the other small things. So you were born in what, 83? 83, yeah. 83, okay. All right. So for me, okay, so here's, here's the deal. So for me... It still resonated with me because I got, I still like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I understand aspects, but there was because the scenes with Morgan Freeman he, weren't like they didn't hit me as hard as Same they hit here. Me when I was a kid. I remember it hit me when I was a kid. I was emotional about it. Yeah, like like I will be honest with you though. Even still, that that shit eating scene was yeah, rough fucked. for me oh, to watch. Dude. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it was. I, can't it, believe, I, I cannot lie. believe that yeah. they did that. I'm sure yeah. they did. Dude. Oh, they did. I don't think that that was was fabricated by anyone. I don't think so. No, at all. what I mean is like I can't believe that they would make someone do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah man. And that is so demeaning, man. Yep. It's do in so many ways, and, and 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 like that scene still was like rough for me to watch. Mm. Like I was watching it, and I was just like, oh, I, I it was still it's still rough for me. But I do understand your aspect of he his portrayal was not great. Mm-mm. It was not great, and then the white ass savior aspect of it was something for me. Was just like, oh, I didn't realize that. So you noticed that's, it that's, as well. So all course, three of and, us and, noticed that. Yeah, and 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 it is because yeah. of the times that we're living in. I mean, uh-huh. in, in, if we had watched, if we had done this podcast in two thousand nine. 
And we would we would have been like I think we would have been okay. We would have no. Been, I would have noticed it. You think you would notice it? Well, yes, maybe. Yes, maybe I've been noticing this stuff for for many years. It's not okay. like new. All this right. isn't, and this isn't new to a lot of people of color too. So, I understand. Like, I understand. Yeah. And maybe I'm being. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just noticing it uh, more prevalent now. Yeah. Than I was back then, which is but, fine. And, yeah. Which is fine. And 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 I, and and if that's the case, I apologize if anybody feels you, offended by that. No, you don't but, know, bro. But <laughs> but, do but I don't know that you should apologize for no. becoming more educated. Yeah, you're but, becoming right? more educated. No one's. But no one's... here's the thing. I think I think it's also because you know, like I come from. I'm, I'm from South Florida, and South Florida is a little different story, because in South Florida, everybody Florida is man. well close, <laughs> and Florida zombie man. But oh, no, God. but uh, South Florida is a different story because in South Florida. Everybody is Hispanic, basically. And so, like, it's hard to see that aspect of the world when you when you live in the Latin bubble. Because mm. in South Florida is a Latin bubble, in my opinion. Yeah. And so for I've... Sure. I've and, but from moving the same to way Texas... That, like, South Texas has, like, a huge but even still, dude, Mexican dude, bubble Dude, even there, still. Right? No, 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 no. But even still, <clears> bro, <throat> even still. When I moved to Texas and moving here to Atlanta... I've noticed a lot of different things that you, it, 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 you in South Florida, dude. If you're from South Florida, you will see a big difference. If you just leave South Florida and go to like Orlando, you will see a huge difference in how things are treat, how people are treated, how different people are treated based on their not just their race but also their ethnicity. Oh yeah. Okay. For sure. So so it's just like. Seeing that in the last 10 years has kind of opened my eyes to a certain different thing. I'm not saying I'm fucking woke. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that seeing that and if I'm saying shit differently, weird, it's because I'm pretty fucking hammered. Yeah, dude, but, you definitely are hammered. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that based on what I saw in this movie, I understand what you're saying in regards to Morgan Freeman's character. I understand what you're saying in regards to the whole white savior aspect because it is kind of fucked up that you have this other character, which is probably just as good which was that demo character yes yeah which honestly was really fucking good character yeah he was, was my favorite really character. character he was my favorite character in the movie Watch and, the that's the guy who he the guy he fought with. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay that yeah, yeah. demo's character represented somebody who was just like like this is a character that i really could fall behind with you know what i mean he was the one who was pushing pk to do the things that he needed to do and they just it, it didn't flesh him out as much as I wish they would have. It was it was a very simple character. Like there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of dynamic and, to his and, character. And right? Like was he the... blatantly said at the beginning, like if I win, then I you know can rally my people. Yeah. And if I lose, then I'm your new biggest fan. Yeah. Like he's very that and his entire his entire character was right was there. Basically, it was basically to back up the white savior, which I'm not too happy with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. It would have been great. Honestly, honestly, I think I would have been happier if he had lost. <laughs> Yo, bro, and, you are drunk as fuck. So fuck drunk, dude. Gonna go, dude, <laughs> dude I, I should be smoking what fucking Derek's smoking. But what I, God, think is, what I think is that like, if Demo had won, I think it would have been a, I think it would have been a better story because then PK would have backed his play on anything he would have done. Uh, maybe, dude. But that's that's that's. I mean, you might be right on that. But I don't know. That's my problem with this film. There's 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 a lot of like, there's a lot of things, and and it's okay. Overall, again, 
It's not the worst movie we have watched, guys. It is not. <laughs> it's far from that. Okay. And is this hold on? Is this better than Taxi Driver, though, dude? Yes, I, I'd watch this, I would <laughs> I watch this again before. That. I would. I would watch this again before Taxi Driver. I would. I would probably cut off my pinky before I watch Taxi. Yeah, Driver I don't again. want to watch Taxi Driver, again. but like. <laughs> Um, okay, if anybody knows, like Taxi Driver, that dude is so racist, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen a character so racist as him, yeah. bro. Oh well, my god. Well, I have Derek Vineyard from American History X. He was probably yeah, the right most now. racist oh, character I've bad. ever That's seen. Bad. Eat the curb. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. fucking guy, bro. But yeah, the movie again. There's there's endearing aspects of the film, and it, and that's why I'm like not usually. You guys, you know too. Usually when I'm mad at a film, I'm fucking mad. Like I do not want to be mad at it. That's why I'm not losing my mind. I'm know, not angry you, about you it. You just realized right now. Let me bring up Collateral Beauty real quick, dude. Yeah, do not. Oh, do not. Well, I'm gonna you get mad. You want to just realize is that Eric's Eric's collar is white. He looks like a priest on this camera, dude. <laughs> oh I'm so, I'm so drunk right now. It's fucking amazing. Oh god. Do we need so a water drunk. break. Do we need a water break. Yeah, he is. I think we need to take a break because he is so drunk. I'm not wearing a white collar. I'm wearing not- a ringer shirt. That the ringers are white. Actually, yes. my shirt. Actually, guys, this is an Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind shirt. I, I know it is. That's what I said. Michelle Gondry. I know. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but dude. it's just it's the white collar that just like just totally gets. It's not me a right collar. Now. It's uh, a ringer. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick no, water break. No, we're not gonna Fuck that shit, bro. No, fuck that. Let's just keep going, bro. Hammered. I'm so good right now. I love myself right now. I I am so happy at this point. It's so great. I this love is not if good. You, if you I'm, stop, I'm gonna guys, go get another fucking drink, bro. I know, you guys are hammered on on like on like race awareness day, <laughs> and I'm sitting here drinking vodka, completely not hammered. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Is, I love that we have this conversation. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you too, guys. I need a break. <laughs> Are we really going to have another let's, break? We're going to take a break. This second is the, break. This is the first time we're ever going to do this because you guys are <laughs> fucking slaughtered right now. So we're going to take a second break. and We're going to be back in 30 seconds. This is the first time we're oh, doing this. Shit, this we're going to have a second refill. Yeah. We're going right. to refill be again. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Back from apparently the self-imposed exile that these people have fucking like, <laughs> like totally brought upon me. Yeah, we needed a breather. Okay, we actually <laughs> chastised him in the break. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. We just apparently hurled insults at his. Because apparently ass. Derek is too woke and Eric looks like a priest. So I mean, <laughs> oh my I, don't, God. I guess I don't know what I am. Anyway, we should have taken a few minutes. <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> that is the case. That is the case. But okay. But now let's let, let, let's for real quick. Let's talk about some bright points. The bright point for this, sure. flick, which was funny for me, was in the movie. There's a character called Yapi Botha, which is a extremely racist Nazi child that the main character PK has to deal with at that Afrikaner school. So you during the the beginning parts of that scene when he's at the Afrikaner school. He has to deal with all these fucking little kids that are hate him because he's English. Um, and he has to deal with all the problems of being that person because he couldn't afford to go to a better school. 
So, so he's, so he's like, he's the poor white kid. He's the poor white trash. That's what he is. So, (laughs) so he has to deal with all that aspect, but because he's English, they all hate him. And Yabi Botha is kind of like the leader, the the gang leader of these, all these. He's a bully. He's the oldest child at the school. He's the oldest child at the school. So anyways, there's a scene where he, you know, kills the chicken. That was kind of like an embodiment of his courage. And he hits. PK with a rock like David and Goliath slingshot style. So there's that. So fast forward in the movie, which was, I guess you could say it was convenient. Maybe that's how it is in the book. But Yabi Botha ends up being like the lieutenant or lieutenant, as they say in, in America, in the United States, the lieutenant of the head, like police, the head chief of police. And is played by none other than Daniel fucking Craig. First it's film. The, it's the first film. It's yeah, his movie. Yeah. It's his first fucking movie. And when I watched it, I'm like, oh, I, like I point, I look like Leonardo DiCaprio in in uh, in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was like, hey, hey, like I mean, like I was just like I pointed the screen. I was like, holy shit, it's Daniel Craig. And you then know, my wife, time, of course, I was thinking that I was like, I gotta watch the credits. I gotta find out who then, this is. And then my wife, of course, she's sitting there looking at the movie, and she's not, you know, like she's a no name. She's not a big name person. She was like, I think I've seen this guy before. I was like, Of course you have. It's fucking James Bond. I mean, fucking James Bond's a fucking racist in this movie. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, and she's just like, Oh. Okay, and then of course she didn't look up from her phone until she saw the girl get hit in the head with a club. But that's just me, you know. <laughs> like, oh my I mean, god! <laughs> when know? he loses his girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're supposed to be talking about bright points of the film. Anyways, and you're, you're mentioning things about it that that really frustrated me. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Daniel Craig, what comes back and he's the lieutenant, and this guy's been searching <laughs> for PK his whole life. <laughs> Like, I don't think he's been on, searching dude. for people. No. He was like, I've been waiting for this moment my entire life, like, like Phil like Collins a... style. Oh my God. <laughs> literally <laughs> like, just busts through the door and calls him piss cop immediately. Yeah, I mean, and knows <laughs> like like and says, like, you have you betrayed me, you've made me look it's horrible like, you know in front of my is, whole dude? family. I, I I looked at it as like an Avengers Infinity War kind of situation. You know, with Thanos. Yeah, where are you at, bro? Are you here? <laughs> no, just for the fucking bring okay. I want to bring Marvel into the conversation. No. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so here's one thing. The only break in okay, we talked about him doing his own monologuing thing, and that, that was a, a whole other but it's like a Doctor No scene. <laughs> but Mr. Like, Bond. This guy who so desperately wants to beat the shit out of PK. Yeah. Spends like a week tailing him and writing down what he's doing and doesn't go and stir the pot or like it, dude, listen, guys, this is what... The, okay, take the whole Great White Hope or the Great White Savior out of it. And let's take That's that out completely. That's what they did back then. Like, let's secret take police com- kind of shit. Yeah. Let's take that out completely and th- think about some of the, the decisions that were made in the story for this. <laughs> in one of them in what you just said, okay? Like, this guy trailed him for a week and didn't do shit. Like, wrote yeah. down notes of what he's doing. He and just then, patiently like didn't get noticed and just took silent notes. And then yes. dipshit yeah. who only knows violence was taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> like and then you this bust is... bust in on that gym and have that monologue that was horrible about 
<laughs> what happened in the 20 years since he's seen PK. I mean, and and- it, it, it was just, it was funny because this is the same guy who literally had somebody like scrape a swastika on his arm, which is still, which he still tattooed. Like, which he still yeah. like shows like yeah he still pride. got his his makeshift like swastika that he got when he was in seventh or eighth grade yeah. <laughs> at a school at an all boys school and he shows it proudly in his short sleeve like khaki yeah. shirt and that's how we know that it's, <laughs> it's the bad guy it's from Yappy Botha yeah yeah like and that was so annoying to me because <laughs> that would not happen okay it wouldn't. And honestly, I feel like a lot of bullies, too, that were bullies when they were in eighth grade, grow up to be this guy's age. And they're like, man, I was a real piece of shit back in the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're not like, right? They're not like, they're not like yeah, mean, man, I'm doubling down and becoming a real Nazi. <laughs> like, that's not <laughs> what most... I mean, have you, have you, seen, have you seen Zootopia? The, the fox was totally, like, you know, the guy who was like, oh, man, I was really, I was hurting real bad. The one who helped, the, who was like the racist, the bunny. You remember that? No, what are you a, talking about? Yeah, bro, oh, dude, you are, fucking, you are I'm fucking, out. You are gone, I'm, bro. I'm so like, dude, you guys, I'm like pulling deep shit, and you guys are fucking with me, bro. <laughs> I, we're not, you're not pulling us down. You're just popping you up on the are, surface to say, hey, bro, I found a thing on the water. <laughs> bro, what the fuck? Anyways. Okay, moving on. Saying, I totally agree with you on that front. I totally think that, yeah, it was, that was something that was, it was just convenient for storytelling, I think. And also, too, like, I don't, I listen, you guys know how I love, like, I, you guys like how I, I really I like when characters die. Like I, I that's something that's cool to me. <laughs> yeah, when it's miserable, a, sad death. I know, but it's, I thought it's his d- girlfriend dying was amazing. But like, no, listen, listen. <laughs> I like best part of the film. <laughs> I like when they kill off main characters. I think that's like a it's a ballsy thing to do. Yeah, uh, like, and I appreciate it when it's done well. But there was. Everyone that this kid loved and came in contact with yes. was either maimed or murdered. Yeah, it's true. Except for Doc. Like, we don't know what happened to Doc. Yeah, Doc just left to go to back to Germany no, no, and no, left he, him he, alone. He let he, I said that's what it is. He he like left him. So it's, it's even worse because he just left him there. He, he chose. He actively chose. Yeah, he to was say, like, "Fuck you, I'm and, out." And like, and like when PK brought it up, he's like, "I'm never going to see you again." He's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going I'm back going home. Back to Germany. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I've been treating you like my kid for the last decade. Yeah, yeah. I literally, I've, I've made you a genius by, by teaching you music and in English and in life. You know, and then but you know, a, guess what? Have your fun. boy teaches you boxing. Who gets murdered <laughs> in, at the freaking climax of the prison sequence? Like, <laughs> dude, like I, everyone that this kid comes and got, and that it got old to me. It's like, oh, I forgot, and, and I totally forgot too that the girlfriend gets killed in the movie, and when she died, I was just like, all yeah. right, this is just redundant now. Like, this is <laughs> this is too much. You know, oh, like, man. Anyway, it's almost I, like they had like a timer when they were writing the script, and like every six hours, they're like somebody's got to die, and it's got to be the one he cares about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, they do in every act break. There's a death. That's what it is. And every act break, and it felt like this film had seventeen acts, and they're supposed to have three. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> okay, so I, I have a question. Um, with the reality of this film essentially being an uh, a whitewashed anti-racism film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Right, right, basically. Yeah. 
Um, am I wrong for having enjoyed it? No, no. I, listen, dude. I just because I have like, or I see things that you might not, and you saw it. You even mentioned it that you saw it. It wasn't just me, so I'm not even going to say that you were ignorant to that because you weren't. But just because I, you know, I, and that's just also too like that is one of the reasons why I think it's casting a shadow on the rest of the film. But just because you know. It, overall, the, oh God, what am I trying to say here? Overall, it is <laughs> overall it's a it's a it's a it's a heartwarming story. Even though it's not executed really well, it's a heartwarming <laughs> story. It's a f- kind of a feel good movie at sometimes, you know, and then at other times, it's really really hard. It's like really hard shit that's going down, and, and tough shit. It's really yeah. tough shit to watch. Um, so there's things that about it that are good and you shouldn't feel bad for enjoying the film. This is not a racist movie. Okay. It's not, it's mm-hmm. just, there's decisions that were made. I feel like that could have been better, but ultimately it's an, it is a, a film that is against racism, you know? So for you to say, is it bad of me to like this? No, because overall no. it is an it's, it's a film against racism and against uh, apartheid and and the separation of ethnicities and peoples. So no, it's not it's not a problem from my perspective. I don't. No, but the concept of it being essentially, as I mentioned, whitewashed movie is the same reason why I dislike other movies, right? No, well, I mean, look, look. I mean, I think I think you have to kind of this movie is you have to look at it in the sense of did you enjoy it? Did it do what it needed to do for you? There are certain aspects of the movie that yes, they probably could have made decisions that could have made the movie better, but then. Or more historically accurate. And more historically accurate. Or or just in the sense of they could have made, you know, just, like I said, just better decisions. And I just, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not trying to give excuses. I just think that you have to kind of think of this. This was in 1992. Shit was just done in a certain way. And it was no matter how fucked up it is, we've made changes since then. But... You you know you have to think about like did the movie do what it did to you? Do you understand certain aspects of what was going on during that time period? Yes, then maybe it was a good thing that you liked it. You know what I mean? You don't you don't have to not like it. Like we're not talking, we're not saying this movie is anywhere near Birth of a Nation. No, this movie was was bringing to the forefront certain aspects of apartheid that were happening or did yeah. happen at that point. Yeah, that's the thing about which it is too, a good like, thing. Yeah, yeah, that, they were actually bringing up real you know, instances of apartheid and th- shit that was going example, on. Example. Yeah. So you, you have the, the boxing gym, which the guy was an Afrikaner. He didn't care for the rules and he let blacks and whites fight together. together, fight yeah. together. Yeah. And he, and he didn't give a shit. He said it yeah. was stupid, you mm-hmm. know? And, that, and, and there were people like that, that happened during those time frames. We, you hear a lot more of things that didn't happen, but there were those chosen few who decided this is not right. And this is what I'm going to do about it. Is it not a little strange that like, okay, if we, I'm trying, I probably shouldn't. I'm trying to understand the perspective of the people who seem to believe that they are better than others. Right. And I probably should probably shouldn't (laughs) like in their mind, in their mind, they say, look, I'm going to put two men in a ring with equal potential 
right? The same tools, the same outfit, the same gloves. And whomever comes out on top is the better man. How is that not... <laughs> How is it only okay to be equal there? But that's just Where is the reason in this? That's always been the case with boxing, though. Has it always been like in sport, all men are created equal just because it's more fun to watch? Is that what they're talking about? Dude, actually, that's really funny that you mentioned that because I was having this discussion the other day about sports and... And we were, it brings us back to, you know, Hitler and, and, and Nazis too, is that it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, back in, I think it was like the 1932 Olympics or whatever that was in Germany. Yeah, it was like, yeah, 32, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That was in Germany. Hitler was like, yo, I'm really glad that this is happening because I'm going to show you that, you know, the master race, the Aryan nation is the, these guys are going to slaughter everyone in the world. And then Jesse Owens showed up <laughs> and tore them up. 36, 36. Yeah, 36, sorry. And yeah. tore them up. So, like, it's, it's they did look at sport as a way of figuring out who is the best at whatever, you know? Yeah. So, who's, who's the better human? Yeah, and... and right? Uh, Hitler was proven wrong when he thought ha- he he had the best. Have one. you seen that movie? With it's not a great movie by no stretch of the imagination. But have you seen that movie, The Race, with Jesse Owens? That I haven't seen one? it. Okay, it's not a great movie by no stretch of the imagination. Is it a good <laughs> movie? I mean, with Jason Sudeikis as the coach of Jason of Jesse Owens, it's not great. <laughs> but I love Sudeikis too. I know, I know, and it's, it's not good. But anyways. So the movie is does portray certain aspects because it brings to the forefront the the aspect of he totally like he totally screwed up the propaganda machine of 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 Nazi Germany during the Olympics because they were half they have this there's this woman who was like their head propaganda person with film I forgot her name but there was this woman who was like their person in regards to film and and she was filming all of the Olympics to create this great propaganda film of the of the Nazis showing that they are the master race and how the Aryan nation was the greatest thing ever. And Jesse Owens just kept fucking shit up by winning gold medals. And I just winning gold medals, winning gold medals handedly. Yeah, like, he was tearing them up. It wasn't just him. It was like his teammates too. Because a few times during the track and field events, it was him and a second place Winner was an American as well, and not just American was a Black American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just, it was one of those things where where he was fucking their shit up completely, and she was filming every aspect of it, you know. And and she was with them; she wasn't against them, but she was filming this. And Hitler hated every aspect of it. Yeah. So it was just one of those things where it's like it's like he was not happy, and he only showed up every once in a while because when he showed up. It was at the big events, and Jesse Owens was winning those events, and he would leave because he didn't want to be a part of it. How did this turn into Jesse Owens? I'm sorry, dude. You brought oh it up. Oh, my gosh. You brought it up. I just noticed. I was just making a point to what he was talking oh, about. So sorry. It turned into okay. Jesse Owens. My drunk ass just went on a tangent. My bad, dude. Okay. My bad. The point being, my question <laughs> was if oh, I should shit. feel guilty for podcast. enjoying the movie no. that is essentially whitewashed. No. No, and, you're not. And it sounds like I shouldn't. No. You um, shouldn't. I 
I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I appreciate your input, though. I'm still on the fence on whether or not I should enjoy this movie. Oh, you no, 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 You liked it already. You already told you liked us you it. liked it. Yeah, you did. Bro. I, I can't. I, I don't as long take as that you, look, I do. As, I did enjoy the film. Dude, you but don't. Knowing listen, that it no, listen, no, bro. You no, don't no, no, because okay. Listen, just because. Look here, hold on. Let me. Let me. I can make this plain simple. Time is money, right? When I spend my time watching something, I am effectively feeding that machine to to. To, in, to influence that more films like it would be produced, right? That's how this works. That's how the industry operates. Okay. So the more I watch this film, the more I'm supporting it. And if that, that sends a signal somewhere that I, we need more whitewashing, no. anti-racism no, movies. came out in 1992, yeah, bro. Shit's changed, this is the, These are how it works. So I'm just going to know that I have enjoyed this movie, but never bring it up again. <laughs> no, no, dude. Jesus. No, dude. dude no, no, there, no. There. Shit's, a lot of stuff has changed, man, since then. If you think about it, man, we, we have a lot of African American. Okay, but if I, if I were to, if I were to tell someone how great this movie is, I am perpetuating that same stereotype. No, just no, on no. the real tip, though, on the real tip, like, just to be completely honest with you, if you talk about this movie with anyone, they're going to be like, what? the hell movie is that anyway they'll dude, not dude, even know what dude, it is dude, look, okay look just to give you an idea eric derek 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 just give you an idea derek this movie came out in 92 bro you were what two years old uh i was at least uh yeah i, w- I would have been two or three probably three <laughs> and i'll yeah, dude i remember when this movie came out bro in 92 i was 13 and when yeah. this movie came out in the newspaper yeah i was, I, nine. It was only only in like maybe five theaters on, let's in see, March of 20 well, uh, okay five. I was I was three one month and three weeks okay so just even how, yeah, small, how small this movie this movie was a small movie dude it maybe showed up in major cities like in three to five theaters every city okay in the big cities it wasn't it didn't make a lot of money I mean dude the budget for this movie was 18 million in 92. Okay, have, which is a lot. Yeah, and it made worldwide gross less than three. Did you? Do did, is there a rating on it? Is there like a Rotten Tomatoes rating? Uh, I will look that up right now if you give me a second. But yeah, I just want to know if IMDb has it at seven point two. I want to know if I'm good or bad. So IMDb has it at seven point two. Wow, that's higher than I thought it would be. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, no. I do know what it was in Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. It's one of those movies where the person. Like the critic score is drastically different okay. than, than the, the than the actual than like, the uh than the than the than the people general you know viewers I mean? or whatever general yeah, viewers yeah. so like the general viewer score was eighty seven percent the critic score was thirty nine yeah that that I was about to say like if it was over forty percent I'd be surprised yeah. So it's just it's one of those movies where it resonated with general audiences, whoever saw it, but people who like 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 Eric is, were a little bit more educated in the aspect of film and that nature, who looks for things that maybe Derek and myself don't look for. You know, it is a little bit more critical Plot, of the storytelling, character building. All the entry, you know. Fuck that. I just want to watch a movie, bro. <laughs> I just want to watch a movie, bro. No, I'm just, just want to perpetuate that whole thing of Eric and his nose up at every film. We watch. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. That's why we brought him on. I'm like the only one here that knows shit, okay? <laughs> oh, shit. 
I mean that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. Is oh, it time for ratings? Yeah, I'm All ready. Right. It is time for ratings, bro. All right. So for, I'll go start because this is the big movie I picked. So for me, I'm going to give this movie a solid seven. I like the movie a lot. I enjoyed it. I even still enjoy it now. The Mandela effect, lack of a better phrase, the Mandela effect did not really hurt me on this. Uh, I do see now, since then, of course, I do see the drawbacks on the motion picture and the issues that the motion picture does have. But I still enjoyed it immensely. And it was it was funny to hear my wife go, what the fuck? She died? Like, it was just one of the, like it, it was great to watch that. But... I'll give it a seven. It's a solid seven. It's a seven in my book. Okay. Go ahead, Derek. Mm. Bro, do not be. Listen, I want to know what you're. I'm docking at points. No, <laughs> man. No, dude. Okay. Here, here's, here's, here's my thought. Just go, bro. Go I said this feel. before. When I give something a nine or higher, it is an absolute must see for every human on the planet. You all yeah. must see the movie. If it is a nine or higher, it absolutely must be seen. I already, before we started this conversation, before we started recording, I was going to say an 8.9. Okay. Okay. 8.9 was what I was going to give it. That being said, I, I got I to take some points away. So where are you going to go? I got to take some points. I mean, where are you going to put? Just be honest. I am a lot. I can't. I can't in my, in my own right mind recommend that anyone watch this movie and so i'm gonna have to say it's like a five nine what wow he wow dude like, yeah, i mean that's a, that's a pretty that's serious a big... offense wow, in my book bro, like the why? whole reason that i the whole reason i love this film was for how simply put anti-racism can be mm-hmm. right from a childistic innocent perspective and it failed at that too <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a little white boy, that's why. Because it's whitewashed. <laughs> and so the one thing that wow. made this movie great is what it fucked up. Does that does that make me? I mean, a he's right about of racism, dude. No, but like, he's. No, but what I think Derek just said. That part out, but what Derek just said is. It. Yeah, what Derek just said is is correct. Like I agree with. Yeah, that. you know, cool. they missed the mark it. there. I know? get it. And Eric, so, where are you at? That's a dude? that's a stark difference. I've never swung that much on a yeah, movie. A big wow, I wasn't. I thought you were going to say like seven five. You went five. Yeah, you, you went, went to five deep, nine. Bro. Three points. Wow. Wow. That's I mean, that's, I mean it's it's probably not even. I don't know. It's probably not even justice. But that's still better than in the army now. Yeah. Shut the fuck. <laughs> it is. You're right. It's better than in the army now. I will. I will agree with that. <laughs> God, Eric, people are going to be Eric. like, well, you rated an arm in the army now, like a six something. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look back and see what that was. Um, Eric, where'd, where'd you rate I, it? I, I mean, after consideration of the film and trying to, you know, looking at it and I tried to rate it outside of just the main huge <laughs> storm cloud that's over it. But like, it's the hard. Storm cloud that is my anchor. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, pro- I, I'm going to give it a five, two. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna give it more than it. that. Uh, I'm not gonna give it less than that. I think it's nostalgia that's gonna earn some points there, okay. but there's some serious problems. So I'm gonna give it a five mm-hmm. two. All right, I'll get that. I wish that we had a better movie than this. <laughs> like I wish they just made this movie good. Like, that, do you know what's really? What funny if this about was that? a flawless movie? Dude, what if I this was, was that good? I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, they should remake this film and have like. Completely different actors, 
like mm-hmm. change the races of the actors, get some a couple better writers in there to but, touch the script up. Dude, and it's this got is it. gold. But here's the problem with that. The, the problem with that though is is that everything happening with apartheid, it had to be a white character, I guess. No, it's tough though. It's tough. No, to no, make no, 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 no. A minor character. Yeah, exactly. Really? He can make, still okay. exist. Make PK the black person and make his boy that got like maim- maimed for him a white person. I guess. That's... So you start the movie off with them being adults? Or no, you start them off as you can kids. Do the kid thing. Oh, no. The kid thing was cool. Shit, you know what? You do the kid who was n- the nanny's son. Yeah, bruh. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, Dude, this I is a com- I this is I see this that. film could be made Completely really well movie. if we change quite a few things. But like, also to like, get too, rid of like too, the bad would it be kid. Too, like, would it be too like whatever if he ends up meeting the kid who was the nanny's son as an adult? All of a sudden, would that be too cheesy? No, though? that would be awesome. That'd be a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you, I think you get rid of him running into to the the bully and him giving that yeah, monologue about, after, after, like, after, after high school move yeah. on. It could, just, it could just be some other random racist dude. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that be, guy. That was like yoppy. too convenient. It should have been the guy that. who killed Men... Uh, that killed, I said Mandela because he played Mandela in the other movie. That killed... Um, oh, you mean the warden dude? The, 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 the guard? The sergeant, the, the sergeant? Yeah, who killed... Uh, gosh, what was Morgan Freeman's character he, name? He Pete. Pete, yeah. Pete, yeah, Pete. Like whoever killed him, that guy should have been like the final bid bad. Like yeah. that would have been a way better. That would have been better. I agree. I think so. I think so. All right. All right. So okay. So all right. Now that we've uh, talked about the movie and um, and we've changed Derek um, to from a from an, from an eight nine to a five, uh, which is the biggest swing I think we've ever seen on this show. Eight nine to show. a five nine. Three That's points. insane. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, so um, Derek it's deserved. I think Derek is picking our genre, and I wait. Am... Are we not doing top shelves? Oh yeah, fuck yeah, let's do the top shelf. All right, so top shelves. Uh, who wants to go first with the top shelf? I'll go. I got an easy one. I can okay, go, go first. Go ahead. Is um, it anime? It. You know, I. Then okay. no. Then no. Eric, you go first. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go first. I'm not even joking. I'm saying Eric, go yeah, first. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go first. Uh, I, I my top shelf for this week is probably going to have to be because it was just so wonderful and great and and joyful. Is going to be Rick and Morty because season one, oh. episode five, season one was so good. That Which I was that one? Which one was that one? The one that just came out a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, season five, you mean? Episode season yeah, five, episode, episode one, season five. Oh, I haven't five. seen it. I haven't seen oh, it yet. Too. So good, bro. So good. Oh. On so many levels, it's just. I need to watch it. So I can't say anything about it. So that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to ruin it for you. But uh, season season five of, of Rick and Morty just started. Episode one was very, very strong. <laughs> very, very strong. And um, that's my top self of the week. I wish I could talk a little bit more about it. But, uh, Dude, talk. I don't give a shit. This. Talk. I nope, don't care, bro. Not doing it. Want Do it, bro. Watch it. Nope. Do it, bro. Nope. Hey, Eric. So if you yep. had to pick something else as your top shelf, what else would you pick? For this week. Was that what you were going to pick? No, the reason okay. I say is that was my pick for season season one, episode T, episode 20. Uh, I, I Rick and Morty was my show. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, it, so it, you weren't here, so it's not like it doesn't. Yeah, count. yeah, it's true. But if you yeah. have another, one. if I had another top shelf, I'd probably say um, I've been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild again. Oh, um, dude, did you see the trailer for season? Yeah, that's so why I started playing oh, it dude. again because <laughs> I was like really psyched about w- watching that trailer. So I was like, I'm gonna go back and play Breath of the Wild again. So. <laughs> that would be oh my, my top God, shelf. All right, there you go. That's Zelda Breath of, Wild. Bro. Breath of the Wild is amazing. That's that, that game trailer. I am hooked on. Dude, it makes me want to actually go and finish the game. You haven't wait, you haven't finished Breath of the Wild? Okay, He's got here's like two hundred hours logged in. No, no, I'm over five hundred at this point. I have over five hundred hours logged in Breath of the Wild, and I love the game. I play it. I don't play it enough. I wish I played more of it. But I how is that not enough? But you have five hundred fucking hours. I want, I'm a completionist. I want every aspect of it, and there are certain components in this game that are just hard as fuck to do. So I'm waiting until I go and fight Ganon. I'm nerding out right yeah, now. Yeah, don't Everyone do that because I did. The, I mean, I, I did the same thing, and I'm I'm in that right now. But did you like? What are you missing? And with five hundred hours, the Korok seeds, dude. Oh, you're trying to get the Korok seeds? There's dude. like nine hundred ninety nine of them. Yeah, and they're fucking everywhere. And you finished all the side lying. quests. All the side quests are done. All I you have to all do is cannons. And just you're find looking the for Korok seeds, bro. bro. Oh dude, my it's God. such a hard dude. I'm I am edging on 600 hours. I'm close. To How many like, seeds do you have? Oh, I'd have to look, man. I think I'm in the six or 500 range wow. somewhere in there. Wow. wow. You were going for dude. the Korok seeds. Like, Korok seeds, I'm not doing. That's too much. But it's, like, it's a lot, dude. Side quest. Did you do the trials? Did you do the expansion pack? Yeah, yeah. Did you do the middle, the early, the middle trial, the sword, the master sword trials? There's like, yeah, yeah. dude, I'm working on the on the end trial right now. It's a bitch. I'm not gonna dude, lie, dude. Like for me, the hardest ones were uh, was easily the dark forest. The dark forest was easily the hardest thing I've had to do so far. Mm. And man, like now these Karak seeds, I'm just like <laughs> spending hours riding back and forth. <laughs> Dude, that's so much time. Like, it's dude, so God much waste of time. I'm not going for Korok seeds. Like, I'm like, I'll never you know, finish it. I'll never, yeah, that's I'll too just many. Start Breath no, of the Wild too many. No, that's, yeah. that's insane. I and they're this I big. They're that big. I know. Big. And you, you, you find them maybe. <laughs> nah, nah, bro. nah. Such a pain no, dude. Ass. No, no, thank yeah. you. No, thank anyway, you. Anyway, so Breath of the Wild, actually a solid pick, dude. Because uh, I am, I am pumped for. I saw the trailer for the second. Edition. The OT next year? 2022, it says. I am so yeah, bro. I, I will just pick it up and just drop the old one whenever that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I All right, it. Derek, what do you got going on, bro? Um, I wanted to pick an anime. I wanted to say that an anime could do it better. Um, and I have. I've, I've matched one for one for the first three, uh, first two episodes of this trilogy, but I could not find an anime that did it better than this movie. I still really enjoyed it, and yeah, I don't have an anime for it. So I just went for another mo- show that I enjoy. Um, there's a show called QI. It's a British BBC sitcom with a bunch of comedians that sit around and talk about topics. And usually they will do uh, – it's kind of educational in the sense where they'll say, like, we're going to talk about railroads on this episode, and this is the history of railroads. These are facts that you didn't know about railroads. And it's just a bunch of comedians talking about it. And they're just shooting the shit. And it's supposed to be kind of a game show thing where they have arbitrary assignment of points and somebody wins, but it doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah, it's a good show. I enjoy cool. it. Uh, I found Q-I. it. On, yeah, yeah, I'd like to check Q-I. that out. Yeah. It's a great show if you're just trying to put something on. And it's almost like back in the day when we used to watch like Who's Lighted Is Anyway. 
Yes, I love it. It's the same kind of like you just put it on, and if you're listening, it's funny. If you're not, it's it's whatever. You know, good show. I'll check that out. Yeah, QI and very very passive show. Very simple. Very straightforward. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, tell us. All right, so I I have a couple choices, but um, I wanted to kind of piggyback on what you said in the last episode, which is the whole thing about um, Apple TV Plus. So I've been watching. uh, I started watching. I haven't finished it, but it's fucking amazing as shit. I've been watching this eight part documentary on Apple TV Plus called 1971. Oh, I saw that. Is it good? It's good. Oh, man. I heard about it. I yeah, seen I it. saw right, it on so, Apple TV+. Plus. So 1971, yeah. it's kind of a cool concept. So here's the deal. So the whole point of this documentary is that in this director's eyes, 1971 is considered, in this director's eyes, is that the, the year that changed music forever. Basically, the music that came out of the year 1971 was um, changing in the aspect of, of political protests, economic protests, protests socially aspect of social aspects of it. And it was real kind of, it was kind of things of like 1971 is very prevalent to what happened, I guess, in 2020 in the aspect of social change, you know, political change, things of that nature, because you had a president that nobody liked, 1971, which was Tricky Dick. And then, of course, 2020, you had somebody that nobody liked, which was Trump. And their their political machinations, what they what they tried to do, people fucking went against it a hundred percent. So you have these artists who are making amazing songs that I didn't even realize came out that year, mm. like like uh, "Won't Get Fooled Again" by the Who came out in 1971 in regards to what happened, was going on in Vietnam. Uh, I didn't realize that what's going on was a Vietnam protest song yeah. by Marvin Gaye. I love Marvin Gaye so much. Yeah. Dude, and I mean, I just got I a mean, Marvin Gaye shirt the other day. Oh, dude. dude. He's like one of the best vocalists. Like, I know. Not just that, I mean, dude, but easily in the last like but, 30 but years. And John Lennon, his Imagine album, the whole album was a protest album. The entire album. And then you had. Uh, 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 a concert by George Harrison that was completely a protest against Vietnam, and that's what it was. Then you had the Ohio Ohio by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, which was a protest album, basically you know condemning the government over the Kent State massacre in Ohio. So it was just it's like all this stuff happens, and 1971 kind of just. The whole series talks about different aspects. They talk about the music of Gil, the 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 spoken word poetry of Gil Scott Heron, the mm. music of Curtis Mayfield, of Aretha Franklin, their concerts. Oh God, I'm gonna watch this. Dude, I'm gonna like it's, start watching it's, it tonight. Watch the trailer, dude. It looks amazing. I've I'm I'm honestly like I'm gonna be 100. percent The first I've only seen like one and a half episodes of episodes of it, and I'm fucking hooked. Yeah. And I've heard the playlist, and the playlist on Apple Music is fucking amazing. It's fucking okay. amazing. Okay. I'm interested. You already got me hooked. Yeah. So it's it's worth watching, dude. It's worth watching. I mean, it, every it's it's eight episodes, and each episode is like an hour long. So it's an eight hour documentary. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check it Jeez. out. Jeez. So it's worth it. It's worth it. So yes, that that's that's my top shelf this week. I was gonna go crazy and campy. I was gonna go to the other shit. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll save those for my other ones. 
Um, all right. So now that we've gone through our top shelf, fellas, and Derek. we've done and we've done our embrace the suck trilogy, which was a great was a great ride, guys. Thanks it was for, a great thanks ride. For, thanks for jumping in my on my bus and at least two of these movies were great, and I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, Just I mean, not which two? Just not no. which two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blue Valentine and the Power of One. Yeah. Yes, uh. yes. Because <laughs> collateral beauty, you know the 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 the, the, oh, the poor shining man. star in a the, dim dim sky. Okay. The poor, the poor man's collateral Carol. booty. Yeah. Yes. The shitty man's There's Christmas so much Carol. booty. It's everywhere. <laughs> All right. So Derek, since it's your choice. Now, you get to choose the movie episodes. too. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. Choose the movie and choose the genre. So yeah. what are we looking at, bro? Man, this was a tough choice. You're going trauma, aren't you? I man, I, I went. I had so many Avenger. good ideas. I know I told you guys about this. I had so many ideas, like what I wanted to try, and and I know you guys were expecting me that like we know that Derek was just going to pick anime, right? We knew it. We knew that Derek <laughs> was going to pick I st- anime. I still think you're gonna. So yeah, I and, still think, yeah. And, and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do anime, I, I have to do it right. I have to oh, absolutely must before this trilogy happens. I have to bring the film that's going to turn Eric around. Oh, shit. It's the one reason that I could bring this up. I have to do this. All right. Well, but tell how, but, me the hold on, hold on. first. Is if it you anime? Do the genre, will, will Eric be able to pick one, though? That's so, the question. So here's the thing. Oh, fuck me. I, I, if I'm going to do anime, I got to do it right. And I debated on this being my second round, my second trilogy, right? Wait a few you, weeks, prepare a little doing- bit, make sure that I hit home with this anime so that Eric can appreciate it. I knew it was going to be anime. It's just, oh shit. But I, 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 I in the back of my mind, the, I'm looking the at the server. Time, I'm looking at the server and there's a load and I'm just like, oh no. God, just get to it. God. <laughs> In the back of my mind, I knew all along the film I needed Eric to watch. I needed oh, him no. to watch so that he would appreciate the anime for what oh, it is no. and how good it can be. What's the genre? It's anime. We're picking it's anime. so lame. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you this now. If we go through this whole trilogy and you still hate anime, it'll be my second pick. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll try again. <laughs> But the anime I want to watch, I picked specifically for you, Eric. Okay. I picked it because it's the one that I think will win you over. It is right up your alley. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Eggs, protein, pancakes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Derek, please, God, tell me you did not pick Grave of the Fireflies. The movie is Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, fuck me, dude. Why is Tomas Tomas so sad about this? Oh, no. Because no one enjoys being depressed like Blue Valentine, okay? Oh, no. But we're going to watch 1988, Grave of the the Fireflies. Okay. Um, All right. Dude, this is only an hour and a half. You know no one's going to listen to that episode. Look, I even went out of my way to get us. No one's listening to the next three episodes. Look, look. I even went out of my way to get a hold of a legal copy in dub so that you don't have to read subtitles. Okay. Okay. I want you to try this movie out and I mean I have to give it a no fair choice. shot. I have okay. no choice at this I point. mean, I mean, there is one thing, Eric. Eric quitting the there's... quitting the podcast? Oh god. No, that, He's no, out. That's, that's it. <laughs> it does have a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And a ninety five percent on on the on the regular general user. 
So it's it's it no it is I haven't seen the whole movie and I've been afraid to watch the movie because of what I've read about the movie because I've seen certain pieces and I'm just like fuck I don't know if I can deal with this movie. And yeah, I'm I'm not happy. I am asking that you give it your 100% attention I'm gonna for have to. one hour and 29 minutes. <laughs> is that so how long you can even is? not pay attention I'm, during I'm the gonna, credits. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to pay attention to it. Now, so with anime, since that's your genre, because shocker. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> can I choose anything animation or it has to be anime? Um, I would consider, uh, this is <laughs> a much debated topic amongst the anime community. I would consider anime any film that is animated by a Asian animation studio or maybe it's like a one man show anime uh, like a Japanese you know folk because there's a handful of movies that are out there that are really really great and it's like a one man he directed he wrote it he animated the whole thing and he's usually some Japanese guy out in the mountains okay. and it's incredible any anything that is an, an Asian studio animated film, I will I will accept. Okay, well you've seen them all, so I'm probably no. not going <laughs> to offer you anything new. I, um, I actually interesting fact just on the subject. Um, I found out the other day that there are there is more anime content that has been produced since 2015 than existed prior. Oh wow. Like they're making that much more of it now. Like in all of anime history, <laughs> we've got six years of it, right? So anyway, try out Grave of the Fireflies. Um, Grave of the I didn't Fireflies. even pull up where you can watch it. Um, I think it's on, gosh, I don't know. For people who use VPNs, I know it's on Australian uh, Netflix, but you have to have a VPN for that. For any people who like know those VPN commercials that always talk about that. Yep. No? Am I alone? Am I the only one who knows that? Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, hold on. It's loading. God, anime. Like, what the fuck? Uh, you what can I watch gonna... it. You can rent it on Voodoo, Voodoo and, Apple, and TV. Apple TV. Yeah. 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 Where am I, like, where am I going to come up with something to watch in anime? This is just... I'm gonna. You're gonna have to try. Stretch oh, those growth gosh, muscles, man. man. Okay. Well, I don't have to... Wait, do I... You're third. No, I don't have to choose till good. I have some time. I have some yeah, you time. got time. Right. You got at least four weeks to do this. Yeah. And and I'm almost certain I already know what Tomas's pick is going to be, and it's a hell of a pick. I don't know because I was thinking about fucking with it. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. Pick what you want, man. Pick yeah, what you want. I, I got I got a couple ideas, but I, we'll see where it goes. If you don't pick that film for yours, I'm going to pick it on my second round of anime. <laughs> no, you are, listen. No, 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 no. <laughs> There is not, you do not do a second round. There's no double dipping. No. I will quit this podcast, I promise you. Okay. okay. Oh, anyway, folks. All right. Fireflies, so. Apple TV, Voodoo TV. I'm sure you can, you can, uh, like I did, I had to find it in Just rent uh, it. price books. But yeah. That's a good, okay. All right. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. It's been, I've, I haven't seen the movie in probably 30 years, but we'll see. All right, so since we've done that, we're going to go ahead and just want to just, you know, we're going to move on and just kind of move dive on from that. Anime. <laughs> dive into the anime in the next episode. And, Major you know, bummer for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, we try to finish us off with uh, 
with, with a quote from the movie. And there was a few that weren't great, but there were some that were pretty good. Now, there was one that kind of resonated with me, um, and it was from it was by Doc. Doc resonated the, the quote for me because there wasn't that other good ones. Um, and the one that for me with Doc was um, to have, and it kind of was something that was with the movie that kind of showed, it, it don't want to portray that whole white savior type of aspect of it, but the aspect of just in general of how you should portray, how you should be with other people, not just racist, but just other people is to have a brain is not a sin. But to have a brain and not use it, that is a sin. It's a good quote. Yeah, that was a good good quote. quote. It's a good quote. And I think there's a few good quotes in the movie, but that one for me was just like probably the best one out of all of them. So um, that's it. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll talk about it later. Peace out. Peace out.